1: All right, Hogs, you better get running and squealing. Come on out, piggy. That's right. We are here and we are ready. We've invested an additional $5 billion into the set this week. We have uh, added anti-air artillery to protect ourselves from airstrikes and drone strikes. Yeah, of course.
2: We had to. The the, the liberals pecker. they're coming. They hate the truth. They hate
1: truth seekers and truth tellers. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm gonna send a little truth teller. Yeah. In the form of anti-aircraft uh, missiles. I will never get vaccinated. Never. Never. Yeah! That's why they. I'll tell you what, boy. White straight conservative. How else can I offend you today? Woohoo! Come on.
2: They want it. They want it so bad, dude. They want it like. They just—they want to make you upset so bad. It's just like, please, please get mad. It's like, dude, you are cucked, okay? If you spend all your fucking time making up merchandise, you know, constantly complaining, constantly crying about the liberals, you are cucked to the liberals, okay? The the coastal elite are winning.
1: They're winning the culture <clears throat> war. I don't know how... I guess I do, like I don't know how, though, for the most part, liberals got this uh label of the triggered snowflakes because I swear I mean, I guess there are some you got this like classic social justice warrior from yeah, like ten years ago that was like humongous, the girl who would, like freaked out over the guy who's made the humongous joke, but other than that, it does seem to me that like the white conservatives are the most triggerable snowflakes. Yeah. They get just so upset about the dumbest shit. Yeah. Vaccines, for example. Like, I I think, yeah, of course. They're ready to go to civil war over a vaccine. I mean, it's unacceptable.
2: It's goddamn unacceptable that they're vaccinating people. It's just communism. Hecker is
3: mad.
1: Yeah, he's right. I am mad. You know, first of all, our sponsors today are Stamps and uh policy genius hassan how you been by the way how's your week been what's going on with you i'm
2: pretty good you know just uh working hard finally moved
1: into the new house the they seven billion dollar yeah seven guerrillion dollar uh house congratulations yeah. i'm glad you're in there enjoying the fruits of your uh labor there yeah it's uh it's it's been good so far you know just
2: uh, trying to set up a studio and whatnot uh, and uh, have more guests on and things like that. It's not as good as this studio. Obviously, this is like the most expensive studio in well, the country. Yeah, this is like the
1: GDP of the whole yeah state. Right? We're we're keeping the Los Angeles economy afloat here. <laughs> yeah, basically single single-handed. single-handedly. Well, you're building a studio in your new place.
2: Yeah, I mean it's not like nice, not like a studio studio, but just Local. basically it's a it's a larger room and mm-hmm. conference table. I'm gonna be able to have like guests on and then you know uh, have have better conversations cuz currently whenever they come
1: they just like sit next to me and it's like awkward. The Adam Ross thing.
2: Yeah, I don't want to do that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. Just, I like, exactly. I have my bed behind me?
1: There's better ways to do it. Yeah. A window covered with like a bed sheet. I think he has like, yeah, doesn't he have like a green screen or something? As like his he doesn't even have like a he regular has a green screen. He better because his background is like his unmade bed and a window cover yeah. with the bed sheet. That's that's what I'm screen. saying.
2: And he doesn't even have like regular he doesn't even have like a regular uh curtain. He just has like a green screen no, it's curtain.
1: So, oh, it's it's so ghetto. It's <laughs> just so bad, yeah. So um God, you've been in so many controversies lately, dude. I know another one about the brothel. Oh my
2: god, that was insane! Yeah, that was that was absolutely psychotic. Where um, I had I have a friend who's a stripper, and she DMs me out of the blue and is like, "Oh my god, someone just walked into the strip club while I'm working
1: in your Chicken Tendy merch." Mm-hmm. Right here, I have a video. Let's show it. You want to show the video? Okay. Oh, I can't show the video. Well, here I can show yeah, the video. Can,
2: you can
0: show well, the there's video. There's
1: some ass, but I don't know. Maybe yeah, we can blur little, it, Dan. There's a little bit of butt there. It's but. just a little ass. We'll make it work. Yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah, this this is mad Sigma energy. That's pretty fun, he's loving his. He's just loving life. I right? mean, that's a fucking great video right oh there, God. buddy. Yeah. Okay, so what happened? So I I was
2: like, oh, my God, can I post about this? And, you know, I was like, ask, ask the uh, other uh, stripper there and also the fan if I can post about this. And she was like, I asked fuck yeah like go forward he's Mm -hmm. like really stoked he's like actually at him too and i was like no he doesn't want that smoke because i that like people would be like people get like kind of mad but i didn't want i didn't know how mad people would get you're right so basically i consented uh my friend consented but uh there's a lot of swerfs on twitter who did not consent they were like no fuck that dude how
1: dare you so wait what was the anger about i don't understand
2: um there are a lot of people on the internet that have uh, really unique perspectives that are really polarizing, I guess. Or they get, like, really passionate about, like, particular things. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of people who just hate sex work. Like, they they think that all sex work is inherently, like, abusive. It's all... It's all coercive. and that oh. um, And that, like, they'll adopt the aesthetics of someone who actually cares about the well-being of sex workers... But they but they're not. They're the, the legislation that they advocate for and the things that they say routinely dehumanize sex workers.
1: Um this is and a make it worse. Take? there are leftists who are who huh. have these opinions too. Yeah, of course. That's weird because obviously the anti-sex work take is usually a conservative take of like it's immoral. Yeah. But th- I know there's a lot of women that make a great living from that, and you can do it in a safe environment. Yeah. Uh and make a great living. So And every time like the Seems-
3: government
2: takes action because they, they want to combat they, the government always says they want to combat sex trafficking, right? And sex trafficking is horrifying. It's a yeah, it's awful horrible thing. It's a monstrous thing. That, yeah, one of the worst do. things. Yeah. Yeah. Except every time they say they want to combat sex trafficking, like cesta Foster, for example, they end up literally taking away resources from sex workers that use certain resources like backpages and whatnot uh, to, to safely be able to do sex work. So... This is a major issue. That's why sex workers like routinely um, fight back against this sort of stuff. But they're so marginalized, and uh, their voices are never heard. Wait, I'm really, confused. so they pass a bill. They'll pass a bill to say we are going to shut down, for example, like websites that uh,
1: facilitate in like sex work. If you're like back Oh, you mean like a website that's like you can find an escort online? Yeah, backpage. Okay. Like for example. Oh, back- And it's okay. like,
2: uh, well, there's like certain websites where sex workers are able to. So, uh, what's their theory about why they want to shut down the? Because workplace? they're saying it's all it's all sex trafficking.
1: It's just there's there's no evidence. It's just a sex trafficking. Boom.
2: There is there's I mean, sex trafficking does happen, one hundred
1: percent. But that's like illegal separately. You know what I mean? But it seems like a web like a website where you just find an escort would be a good place to potentially sex traffic.
2: Well, that's precisely why you
1: got to decriminalize it so that the website can still operate
2: so that sex workers can still communicate with one another about like abusive clients and whatnot right because this is like a huge issue um and
1: (coughs) i mean um, that the ideal situation would be something like in nevada where it's like people can run a safe like place where sex workers can work out of and then like the facility ensures their health and that the patrons aren't freaks and everything
2: yeah exactly I mean uh, that's the advocacy here in America especially revolves around decriminalization not legalization full-blown because mm-hmm. um, I think like a lot of people are worried about like the corporate exploitation element if it's like com- full-blown legalized then it's God, like that'd be cr- you know what I mean that's crazy to think because then you have like actual exploitation like hyper exploitation
1: um, so Coca-Cola gets into the uh, yeah <laughs> exactly So the, uh, oh, escort game wow
2: But, um, I mean, the, the things, the thing is like people were just like super mad. They, there's obviously, I have a lot of haters who watch and I talk for 12 hours every day. So you're going to find something in my archives that you can like use against me. Sure. And I talk routinely about sex work rights and sex workers in general, and I have them on my show and whatnot too. So, um, one of those instances I talked about like all the way back in 2010, I think, I went to a
1: brothel called Artemis in Berlin. Here, I have this video, too. I'm going to yeah. pull it up. So this is when people got really mad, right? So okay. they
2: were like, this piece of shit. Uh, fucking, you know, he, he went to, he, he's blowing his millions. Dog, I was in 2010, okay? That was fucking,
1: you know. I'm going to play the had video had so any- people understand. But I guess this was the reason people got really mad. So this is a clip.
2: Escort, no shame. Obviously, sex work is real work. I've, I've had sex with... Not even escorts, but also like straight... I, I've gone to a brothel, Artemis, in Berlin and had sex with uh, the workers there. Yes. Oh. I don't hide it. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Why would I?
1: Yeah, so you saying that you solicited like, sex. Yeah. And they're like, this is shameful. I don't... So, I'm so surprised by that because I thought a whole a big talking point of... of On the left was like sex work is real work and all that kind of no, stuff. No,
2: I mean, there's of course... There's a lot of different opinions there. I mean the left has
1: never agreed on anything ever so it's, it's famous I, I guess there's like an even further left that I'm not super aware of that kind of surprised me sometimes when I hear about it because I thought there was this universal appreciation and need like you understand sex work is just a necessity of society. It will never go away it will always be here. The best yeah. can the best thing to do is to give them the best conditions possible that's safe. And enables them to work and make a living and do it on their terms, which is safe for yeah, everybody. That's, exactly. that's like the only. That's the best and most humane thing to do.
2: And that's what sex workers want. Yeah, uh, like course. that's if you talk to active sex workers, like that's what they want. That's but uh, there are a lot of people like this that will oftentimes always like bring up one or two ex-sex workers. And there are plenty of ex-sex workers who are anti-sex work Mm -hmm. and like talk about the abuse in the industry. And there is a lot of abuse in that industry partially or not even uh, partially like almost directly a consequence of how uh, in the margins that, uh, that entire industry is how it's like a shameful thing that we need to like push to the side. So that allows really horrifying things to happen. Right. So instead of, uh instead of decriminalizing and like having an honest conversation about this we like kind of uh, push it we brush it aside and then allow that rampant abuse to continue so my argument is like i'm very open about it but they were upset they said that this was like unacceptable why that guy alex is like he's like a fucking investigative journalist investigative journalist who i followed for like a long time too he's like oh the guy who tweeted it out yeah and and he didn't he didn't Oh, this shows is how a he lot, Shows brain. a lot about his fucking investigative reporting. because oh, he, he says here, it yeah,
1: turns out the brothel went to so he could have sex with, wor- quote, workers, was raided in 2016. Yeah, they're he not workers.
2: They're not workers. So, they're by all, the way. They're all slaves. Like, that's what he makes it seem like. So, he clips this article, right? And I didn't, first of all, it's in 2016. I don't fucking know what's going on in a brothel. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it, I, I'm supposed to know... What could have happened in the future? Because he's saying that this is indicative of all brothels. All brothels are brothels are like this, and it's hyper specific to the sex work industry. And it's not like, you know, um, it's different than uh, the the Purdue chicken factory that's like hiring undocumented immigrants. Because it's not the the entire argument reduces to sex work is not real work. It's like just abusive and exploitative and horrifying, and and it's all sex trafficked people that are exploited and coerced. Right. That's the way that this guy operates that's the way he thinks is going on and there's plenty of examples that you can point to to prove that point right um so he puts this he posts this article as though like i'm you know morally culpable in this situation but uh then i i looked a little bit deeper into it i was like that's kind of fucked up i mean not kind of up that was super fucked up what is it first of all it was for fucking tax evasion <laughs> yeah okay? i saw that and secondly the there there was uh accusations that like there might be sex trafficking going on, and but all of the people that uh, were appointed to in that situation, they were released. And I believe the brothel is now uh, suing uh, uh, the city of Berlin for uh, damages, too, on top of that. I actually
1: actually have an excerpt here. It says, um, the Berlin authorities raided Artemis in a human trafficking investigation. Uh, Some people on, uh, let's see here. Basically, what they do is, I guess the authorities do routine investigations. They drop in to see, just to see if there's any, like, human trafficking there. They didn't find any human trafficking there. Yeah, but even implying what that there what was. They, right, because what they actually did arrest people for, as you said, was tax fraud and withholding social security contributions. So there was no arrests uh, about human trafficking, in fact, and it's routine, and if, and anyway, it was, the people arrested were related to tax fraud. Yeah, I
2: mean, the, the fucking brothel bullshit.
1: is still in operation. Yeah, it's, it's not that, like... You That's know what total I mean? bullshit. I mean, what the fuck? Why would he do that? Well, because dude? he has an agenda. A lot of people on the internet have their own particular agenda. But why the left eating their own like this? I just don't understand the dude. Well, I mean, I think that he just... Well, it helps. It investigative helps investigative reporting until. Philip
2: Franco covered it. It was his his name gets mentioned with Philip Franco. His main gets
1: his name gets mentioned here. But if he cares in why is he eating his fucking la- eat the, his own people. I just don't understand. I don't
2: think they I don't think he sees it like that. He cares more about like his uh, SWERF, uh POV than anything else like. And it was it, it was
1: obvious. Here he is. Uh, case. Here's a real shot of him uh uh drafting his tweet by hand yeah. about you uh, hu- uh, participating in human trafficking.
2: And for those of you who don't know, SWERF means sex work exclusionary radical feminist. It's the same as uh, you might have heard TERF. Oh, wow. Okay. Trans
1: exclusionary radical feminist. These are like, you know, terms that, I just, that people I just don't on get that. I just don't get it. It's like how, it's like, I'm sorry, but sex work is just a natural fact of life. So w- I mean, what are you going to do about it? Like, so people want to do that. Like people,
2: people enjoy that. Like, they will. and, and, Man, and it's have. incredibly, is incredibly popular. Like a lot of people consume porn, for example. I think it's, I think it's like just incredibly hypocritical of me to, you know, consume porn and then not like advocate for the interests of the people that make it. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. Like, why the fuck would you not do that? Like, you, you, you. It's no different than how like conservatives would be like, yeah, run football, man, run. And then like the moment that they kneel for the national anthem, all of a sudden, wait a minute, that's a real human being with real problems. Um, In a lot of instances, they're black and, you know, uh, have a higher likelihood of being victim of police brutality and they want to talk about it. Then you remember like, oh, this is not just an entertainer that's like dancing and running for, you know, my desires, but instead a real human being with like real issues. And then they they get very upset, and it's kind of like that. A lot of people want to consume porn. A lot of people want to, you know, reap the benefits of uh, sex work. But then they don't actually want to. Um, when when it comes down to like giving liberties and rights to the those who are making this content or those who are engaging in the act of sex work, then they're like, "Oh fuck that!"
1: Hmm. Yeah, all these. That's I I I'm shocked that there's people on the left that are like anti. Uh, sex work. That's no. just weird to me. It's
2: legal in Germany too. Yeah,
1: I know. I've, uh, yeah, there's like a whole red light district. It's crazy there. Yeah. From an American perspective, it just seems like hard to even imagine. There's like a whole district in Germany where you walk into it and they have like open street brothels, women literally behind glass. You can walk through the brothels. There's women trying to oh, get you to come. Goodness me. <laughs> shatner loves that trying to get people to come into their room and it's just like whoa i went there when i was like 18 i didn't sleep with anyone it was just uh i was i was a baby i was a virgin i was like just scared i was just walking through there like what the fuck you know
2: yeah and and people look at that and go well that's fucked up like you're objectifying yourself for the male gaze or the male desire um and uh there's this like weird understanding or meme on the internet that like all sex work is exclusively created by like exploited and abused women for the interests of just like
1: cisgender I mean, heterosexual white dudes. There's a <laughs> and then not the fucking case. There's a way better all. argument that they, it's an empowering they're yeah. owning their sexuality and making a great living, especially if they're doing it in a safe uh, way. Exactly. Um, yeah, Hamburg's Red Light District. That's where we well, were. Well, you know, it, it's it's hard to shake off that
2: conditioning. If you, like, grew up in the Western world that has, like, really puritanical points of view, especially in America <laughs> against, like, sex in general, then it's, it's really hard to, like, reprogram yourself to be like, wait, maybe this isn't all that bad. Um, maybe this isn't that crazy. So, you know... Um, that's why I advocate for the safety and, and betterment of, of sex work, and I said it in the Vice article too. Like, all work under capitalism is exploitative. It's done <laughs> under coercive conditions. If you're singling out sex work, then you have more so a problem with sex
1: and not necessarily the work itself. Mm. In Chicago, what do you think about police unions? I hate police unions. So, so what's the pro You love unions, yeah. Hate police unions. Well. The reason for why is because uh,
2: police serve the interests of capital rather Mm. than the interests of the working class. That's why in leftist, like leftists, consider police to be class traitors, while they themselves are technically of the working class. I see. Um, they work against the working class historically and also in contemporary society. So what I mean by that is historically, cops have always uh, busted through the picket line, helped scabs push through into the factories. And have always engaged in uh, counter-revolutionary activity at the behest of the bosses. And you see that everywhere. I mean, you see that in like the line three protests uh, where actual cops, off-duty cops are being hired by uh, the, the pipeline to go and beat the shit out of like quite literally torture some of the protesters there for example so it's like <clears throat> so, this is what they do so they and their unions and that's the only reason why their unions despite being part of CIO, uh their unions are probably some of the most strongest and if not the strongest and that's because
1: they serve the purpose of capital rather than interesting the, the working class so what's the rule there for like good union versus bad union
2: i mean there's like I don't even think about it like good union, bad union. I just think that like uh, the only reason why they're able to thrive in the way that they do and have a a robust union is because, once again, they are the last line of defense between the working class and those who own capital, the wealthy. And if they didn't exist, then you know, if there was any sort of like uprising or anything like that, which is very unlikely. In present day, but if there's any sort of like labor action, for example, labor momentum, they bring in they bring in the strike breakers, you
1: know, Mm. because the reason I ask is because we were just joking about how, like, they're getting they're ready to go to civil war over the vaccine in Chicago, the police, like in Chicago, the mayor issued uh, want said all government employees need to get vaccinated. You see that all over the place, Uh, more places, New York, L.A., lots of cities are doing that. Uh, the federal government did that for Christ's sake. Um, and uh, the Chicago police force is threatening to go on strike, uh, which I think is illegal as a uh, as a pu- a vital public service. Uh, yeah, obviously um, that's debatable. but so
2: what they end up doing uh, because they can't go on strike because like otherwise you would have no EMS or you would have no first responders and whatnot, and people mm-hmm. would start dying. Uh, What they end up doing is what is known as the blue flu, and uh, we were talking about this before the show, but um, the blue flu actually happened in New York uh, in the past, where uh, they don't full-blown stop working, but they call in sick, and they basically slow down their services, and when the blue flu historically happened in New York City, um, crime actually decreased. (laughs) It's like that is that is ironic actually. Yeah. It was a work stoppage in I, th- I believe in 1971 when
1: around 20,000 New York City police officers re- refused to report for regular duty. And uh it was pure utopia for that uh 12 hours. Yeah. People were holding hands, picking flowers as opposed to of course like when the sanitation workers
2: historically have uh done work stoppages like all hell breaks loose, right? It's just trash piling up everywhere. That's true. It becomes uh, the city gets even smellier than it normally is.
1: The thing is like, anyway, it's just kind of shocked me to hear the Chicago police union head talk or uh, he's just, he's like a maga cultist. I mean, he's talking about how he was like, the government has no right to force us to do anything. I'm like, you're a cop. You force people to do shit all day, every day. That's literally that's your literally
2: job. your job. Yeah, you are enforcing the the government's, uh, the state's monopoly
1: of I was violence. like, you do that every fucking day. Uh, so, and, you know, and then the mayor tried to compromise because she didn't want a parent. Uh, uh, Chicago, this is the union guy love that yeah so he exactly so this guy this is like this is like you if you were polish or irish (laughs) i could be uh (laughs) this is is copy this is
3: awesome he has a great
1: hairline as well which is fantastic hairline you don't see that in cops like let me show off my hairline let's do a hair yo pick your union boys yeah it's uh which hairline you want yeah he's
2: he's I mean, he is a hairline I, king. I don't, obviously, I don't believe in like uh race science or anything, but it's, you know, complete bullshit. You don't but, believe in race science? Yeah, like phrenology, <laughs> except for cop phrenology, which is what I was going to say. I, I believe that, like, you know, their cops have like a thumb like shape. And the more oh, right, thumb like right. you are, the higher your level of power is <laughs> right, right. within the cop world. Right. And in um, the back of your
1: neck, you've got like that. That, yeah! yeah oh, the, yeah, the, the neck, wrinkles, it's all or,
2: thumb-like. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. And and that's your power level as a cop. I can spot a cop. Do from you a mile think away. they
1: become more thumb-like as a result of being a police officer, or their thumb-like resemblance enables them to rise the ranks? Yeah, they're like that's a good thumb. Are they right born now. a thumb or do they become a thumb? What that's what I'm saying. I think they're born a thumb. They're born a thumb. All like, jokes aside, yes, obviously
2: not. They become thumbs, but you know, <laughs> I
1: Which, just uh, well anyway. it's, just,
2: it's just too much of a coincidence. Okay, all I'm saying is if I if I were to measure skull co- uh, cop skulls, I would I would immediately be able to be like, this is a cop.
1: <laughs> right. That's all I'm saying. Right. Um, but anyway, I, I put up the picture of the uh, of the union guy real fast again. Yeah, so this guy was defending the January. This is a fucking cop. He said the January six protesters uh, were not doing anything illegal. He didn't see any reason to arrest that. It's like these guys killed police. So yeah. this is the police officers support this guy too. So to me, it's like proof that these guys are mostly MAGA cultists. And it makes and it explains to me why they're so happy to stomp on the face, arrest, stereotype uh, minority groups, you know, even in, in Chicago is a very progressive city. But like the police force is straight up fucking MAGA cult QAnon borderline.
2: I mean, so this is something that a lot of people miss for some weird reason, because like, uh, I don't know why they just like never talk about cops uh, or the police forces like uh political force but um according to the police magazine september 2016 survey 84 percent of the people responded like cops that responded to the poll were planning to vote for donald trump versus eight percent for hillary clinton
1: so yeah
2: yeah so these guys are i mean cops have historically always been reactionary and very openly are they uh you know pro-trump um they they love it they love You know, they love Donald Trump. Donald Trump is doing everything they wanted them to do. You know,
1: it is surprising because the biggest police forces are in very progressive cities. And um, but if it it makes sense, because like that, a job appeals to who? I mean, I don't know. They're like these fucking they get they want to go. Fucking fuck with minorities. I don't know. Doesn't it just appeal to these people? Like, where do they come from? Why are they all these radical conservatives joining the police force? I think the job shapes you for sure. Because, oh, okay. like, that's your,
2: your tool, right? That's your job. And that's why people say, when people say ACAB, like, all cops are bad, all cops are bastards, whatever. Like, they don't mean, like, um, you're just automatically an evil person. You just can't be a good person while also being a cop. You'd be a good person otherwise. I don't know how many are. I'm sure there are some. Yeah, I'm sure there there are good cops. But ultimately, you can't be a good person while in the act of being a cop because you're enforcing all of the laws, right? And a lot of those fucking laws are directly slanted against poor people, directly slanted against black and brown people. So if you're going to do that, then you can't be a good person while in the process of doing that
1: even beyond the laws i feel like in the police force you are forced so frequently to look the other way in the, cuz there's so many shitty cops doing shitty things doing violent acts arresting people inappropriately searching people inappropriately pulling people over inappropriately that you're you're forced to look the other way probably on a near daily basis so like even if you're not a bad cop They'll fire you, right? They'll fire you. They'll they'll fire. The only time you actually get fired. <laughs> well, I, I hear it all the time when they when they file um, complaints on other officers, uh, they get fired. Yeah, you can't. Like, Eric Chauvin was like that guy should have been the guy who killed George Floyd. He should have been fired. Fucking yeah, years before that happened.
2: But the reason why we. Uh, turn the other cheek or look the other way is not directly because like the unions are really powerful the police unions are really powerful but more so because of the tool that they are designed to be and that tool has to be a brutal and violent one because Mm. like oh god forbid you know what i mean if they're not if they're not enforcing then those criminals can come into our neighborhoods and oh no like that'll be terrifying um so that's that's mainly the reason i personally think it's kind of weird that we have a a very like we have a essentially a paramilitary group that is literally above the law that is completely unaccountable okay that gets taxpayer dollars from black and brown neighborhoods from poor neighborhoods and then directly takes that taxpayer dollar to an auxiliary neighborhood that they live in because like cops more often than not you mentioned like they operate in urban cities and like big cities and whatnot, but they're not actually from that city. Mm -hmm. They usually have like little safe Haven towns, like right at the precipice, right at the border of said city, that town gets all the amenities now because they have more money. Uh, but that town is literally operating off of the taxpayer dollars from the poor communities and the poor neighborhoods that are directly funding it. So it's this like very weird cycle of, of, um, taking, uh, taking money from the working poor and then funding like little safe haven communities mm. that are reactionary as hell at the precipice. So it's, it's terrible all around. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't understand how you can just look at policing in this country and be like, nah, it's, it's working pretty good. <laughs> I agree. And uh, well, well,
1: here you actually, have some evolutionary evidence to support your claim. Oh, wow. At one point we've evolved uh, past the human being into the, thumb. Exactly. Thumbelina. Real race science. So there That's you the, This is the hidden truth liberals don't want you to see. <laughs> straight up. Well, anyway, I didn't mean to go onto a tangent into uh, police and unions and stuff. I just thought, I just heard that, that story about the Chicago Police Force today. I was like, man, these guys seem like fucking pieces of shit. The,
2: the NYPD union uh, boss was like straight QAnon. Like straight QAnon. I mean, I, look, if they were the insurrectionists would take selfies with cops yeah. inside of the Capitol. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they were
1: they they opened the doors for them pretty much, right? Like, it's, and then they killed one of the cops, and they still simping for anyway. Whatever. I can't. I, it's a whole meme hole. The good news is, uh, well, let's move on to something light. For example, Michelle Fiore. You know this oh, lady? Oh yeah, she's my favorite. She's running for uh, office and the. Let's find out. So, this is the political ads that we're starting to see in America. If you're not from here, this is going to free- trip you the fuck out. But th- you know what's funny is I saw this and I was like, "That's an effective ad." I feel like that will work for the people she's targeting. Here it is.
0: I'm Michelle Fiore, and I'm running for governor. Governor. I spent my whole life fighting the establishment. I was the first female majority leader in the Nevada Assembly and one of the first oh, electives to endorse Donald J. Trump. And you better believe I was attacked for it.
2: I believe it. Yep. That's, that's how you get your brownie Washington
0: replies. Post called me a gun-toting calendar girl. And Politico Magazine said that I was the Lady Trump. And I don't care.
1: Yeah. Uh, the The... The Washington Post said I'm unqualified to be governor, and the, I don't care. The audio is terrible. Like, the audio fascinates me. It fascinates. Wait, me. is this? You didn't do the full video. What do you mean? This uh, is the full video. I just paused it. Oh, you paused? Okay, I was, yeah, I no, was this, worried. This, this is it the gets full. better. The audio fascinates me because it sounds like she's in a studio, but she's in the desert, and there's foil for everything. You can hear her like crunching, and then like the truck. Uh, squeaks and squeals on desert sand like watch the beginning here like like is that a sound that you would hear on sand? I don't think so. No, no, no.
2: They they put everything in uh in post. They so, they I'm,
1: made I'm her I'm fascinated. They made her redo her audio too because you can't they probably didn't think, get good yeah. audio. So you think it's all dubbed in the studio? 100%. It is the worst Thierry, dub. And I'm running. It's awesome.
2: It's, it's the, the worst all? dub. It is absolutely the worst dub. Dude, it's amazing. This is why subs over dubs, boys. For governor, huh.
0: I spent my whole life fighting the establishment. I was the first female oh, yeah. majority leader I in spent the U.S. and one the of the first electors to endorse Donald J. Trump. And you better believe I was attacked for it.
1: Dude, I, I'm sorry, Congress but like, there's some uh, that fit is fucking wild, bro. Its fit is just so wild. I just, I I don't know what to say about it without like getting canceled other than that it's wild. Yeah. No, I, I,
2: (laughs) I know. I just wait, wait till she, okay. Wait, wait. There's a part of
1: the video where it like, I'm just like, it was hard for me to not. I mean, she's, she's got a leather jacket and belt on. She's wearing (laughs) a dress with a belt. I mean, okay. That's fashion, I guess. Uh, but damn, she's built like a fucking, uh, She's, you know who she's built like? Alex Jones, top heavy Yeah, she's built like a tank <laughs> Built like a fucking brick wall, dude
0: Washington Post called me a gun-toting calendar girl And Politico Magazine said that I was the lady Trump And I don't care
1: Washington Post said I am completely unqualified And will ruin the state I don't care. For the for the record, like there is uh
2: there are reports that she is under FBI investigation for campaign finance. Oh, so she is more like Trump than she thought. I mean, of course, which one of these uh, fundraiser people uh, is not shouldn't be
1: uh, The Washington Post says I'm being investigated by the FBI. I don't care.
0: We need outsiders, fighters, not the same old boring moderate compromised Lou blazer politicians. Let's start with a three-shot plan. Ban vaccine mandates, ban critical race theory, and stop voter fraud.
1: That'll fix That's our right. great state. Those are the three most important things affecting yeah. our state right now. In the, in the state go. of Nevada. <laughs> yeah. is <laughs> voter fraud, vaccine mandates, and critical race theory. It works though. It works. Look, this is the funniest part. Never mind education, infrastructure, healthcare, or any of those other. Why'd you try to holster this thing back? It's Uh, so funny. So she shoots the gun and then she tries to put it back in. And then she forgets. They just watch. Keep, stop voter fraud. Yeah, just keep your eyes on the...
0: The Joe Biden administration is coming after you. Then she goes like, back through Michelle it. Fiori, and I'm ready for the
1: fight. It's just hard for her to pull it out and, and put it back in. Like, and I suspect it's... Well, you know what this means to me is they must have shot this so many fucking times. Yeah. And then this was the best take of the bunch. But they must have shot this so many times if this was the best Joe take. The
0: Joe Biden administration is coming after me. I'm Michelle Fiore and I'm ready. The Joe the
2: Biden fight. administration is coming after me. is so funny because, like, no, are like, no one knows. Yeah. You're you're just like a fundraiser for the Nevada Republican Party. Uh, and it's not the Joe Biden administration, it's the FBI that's coming after you. Oh, we've so.
3: got more intel on her? Well, Ooh. I just went to her campaign website because I was curious, uh, you know, what of first... like a MySpace website. Dude, exactly. Down. That's what I was going to say. Look it's just, shit. and look, it's a bunch of photos. And then just her Twitter feed. There's no like, there's no page she for like no policy, policy or like or well, what she the actually The three most represents. important
1: things affecting our state is critical race theory, and grass that's too long. <laughs> the the
2: th- the problem is, look, I, I did a I did some some canvassing in Nevada for Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. uh, back in the good old days yep. uh, when when yep, things yep, were looking yep. brighter. Yeah. And I went to some of the trailer parks there, and like. Most of the people are completely tapped out of the political process if you're living in a trailer park and you're working like you're just you're just like fuck the shit you know yeah, none of these people yeah. care or none of these people care about me as an individual right but when they do care they were very republican now does that mean that they deserve to be in the trailer park? of course not and they like i want to improve their material conditions regardless but uh, there are a lot of people that would respond positively to this and be like, yeah, that person does represent Dude,
1: my my, my initial reaction was like, this is going to work like this. is This is good shit for the target audience. <laughs> yeah, they're like from it, a trip. But that's the ir- irony from a trailer park in the middle of the fucking desert. They're like, those are the three most important things. Critical race theory, covid mac vaccines and uh because that's uh, what what they consume
2: right it's like all they consume is fucking fox news and like right-wing propaganda from sinclair broadcasting that like controls all local news so uh, yeah they they are terrified of vaccines they don't want the you know libtards forcing the vaccines on them
1: you're in a trailer bro and you're worried about critical race theory what about like uh Healthcare, infrastructure, healthcare, yeah. better, better workplace conditions for you. Cause <laughs> exactly. like these
2: guys are still working and they're working on oh, like, yeah. auction uh, conditions.
1: Pensions, the benefits, yeah, pay, maybe social race, security, childcare, minimum wage.
2: Like pretty much every single thing that's in the uh, 3.5 trillion now, played yeah. it to be 1.9 trillion. I'm more now. worried about critical race theory being taught to my kids and it sucks uh but uh i mean there's definitely a problem within the democratic party as well i don't think like i mean
1: the, they fucking and the share. i don't know how they're fucking it up every year after year the democrats well because they don't they don't really care it's like much. you have the real shit on your side people want real shit but like somehow critical race theory is beating out yet again like people they you hear them on and on about critical race theory and people are fucking like can't but Before it's so, but, child care.
2: It, but that's so obvious, though, that like the critical race theory is just like uh, a culture war issue, a wedge issue, if you will, that they have cultivated, that they've it's created. It's not a real thing. At it's all. not a real problem. It's not. It's uh,
1: it, it's nothing really. It's, nothing. it's literally nothing.
2: Yeah, and um. And it goes away, too. Like, it's so obvious. Antifa was a critical race theory uh, in the Trump administration. Like, originally, it was Antifa. Then it was, like, Vax mask mandates. Then it was critical race theory. And then it was the vax mandates. And it's always, like, they just move on to the next thing and totally forget about um, totally forget about everything else. What do you got here for us, Dan? I was just showing all the Republicans. This is who's running for governor. The wonderful so. Republican candidates running for governor. In Nevada. Wait,
1: are all gov- So we've got <laughs> Michelle Fiore, who we just met. Uh, Joey Gilbert from Reno. <laughs> I love that. This that's is his, his photo, photo that he submitted. <laughs> I
3: guess it's just because that's his Wikipedia page because okay. he's a professional boxer. So. And then who else we got here? A uh, uh, typical white uh, Republican-looking dude and a cop. So yeah,
1: there you go. Sheriff Joe Lombardo. Yeah, go. I'm. Something tells me it's going to be one of the two right guys.
2: No, I mean, so Nevada is is interesting. I mean, it's the current governor is is a. Uh, is a Democrat, so... Yeah, it's a blue-flips, you know, swing state. Um, So, I I don't know if, uh, if Republicans are, you know, easily going to control
1: the Nevada gubernatorial race at all. Yeah, but have you heard about critical race theory? That is <laughs> the most important thing affecting my life. Yeah. Do you have kids, sir? No, I don't. Yeah.
2: Or when they do, you know what actually is uh, beneficial? Expanding the child tax credit. Super popular provision that Republicans I don't know. were blocking. About the like that's that's if you do have children, that is a million times more important than fucking critical race theory is like getting child tax credits, like getting money back for or, or no my child improving comes child care. feeling
1: guilty like they did something wrong. That seems more important. Yeah, it's just um,
2: it's sad, but that's what happens when uh, one side is not effectively communicating the material needs that people have. And the other side is hyper focusing on really like flashy, uh, propagandized talking points that are tailor made for consumption by this uh, audience.
1: They're better at it. They're better. That's why. That's
2: why West Virginia, uh, in the uh, in the in the aftermath of the complete evisceration of uh, the coal mining industry and labor union power, there is now plus thirty five red state. Hmm. When in fact, like these are the people that would benefit greatly. From uh, any sort of like left-leaning, leftist uh, social distribution programs, um, as they do by like actual NGOs, that come in and do dental work for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every now and then in a fucking stadium, like it's disastrous. It's it's disgusting the way that we uh, we treat the working poor of this country. Um, I don't fault them entirely for having this perspective. They're jaded they uh how can you angry? blame them at all i
1: mean they're just getting fed you know it's like yeah, almost and it, out and of it's control. fun
2: they, they're all they do is just watch fox news who at least like points the finger of blame and and directs redirects their anger in the w- wrong place but at least redirects their anger and says like you're right to be angry and and uh works off of like prior uh, uh the the prior ideas that have been socially that we've been socially conditioned into believing like white supremacist values and whatnot mm. yeah well I'm trying to be I'm I'm trying to be more lighthearted today and I'm failing disastrously
1: uh, <laughs> listen here I've got something lighthearted for you. Alright let's look End watch. of Times conspiracy theorist Rick Wiles claims that the COVID nineteen vaccine contains an egg that hatches into a synthetic parasite and grows inside your body. Now, this may sound insane to you guys, but this guy has done the research. We have the scientific findings. True. Oh, okay. This is good. So she's built like a Kanye, one of these Kanye dolls. I feel like this is attacking me. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> does, yeah, you're like kind of built like this as well. to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I, 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 an absolute unit. I think people would say
2: no one. No one talks about uh, you know how how big men are oppressed in society we're the real victims yeah that's right
1: big men matter big men my lives matter yeah i don't to this I, man. I can't find clothes that fit me nobody's talking about it it's messed up it's not that bad for you is
2: it you can't find clothes that fit you not fit correctly for my
1: proportions you know what i mean mm. but what are you gonna do i mean i was just kidding it was whatever Come on, dude! Don't stop fucking complaining, bro. You probably you like you got uh, tall guys get it all, bro. Like tall guy. Like, do you know how many girls are just like, I want a guy who's over six two. That's it. I, all right. So I, shut the fuck up. I do know. Yes. Yeah. You you are right. I just want a guy who's six three is the perfect height. Anyone under six foot though, I won't even consider see, but you dating. said
2: six three. I'm six four. So see, uh, then they say I'm too tall. No one says that. No one has said that. I'm yeah, exactly. Lying. I'm now officially
1: lying. You're a fuck you're the hog now, boy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the real victim. Me. On, I don't want to hear shit from tall guys. All right, let's watch this pastor. Yeah. This is True a talk. global
2: coup d'etat Wait, by
1: Can I get a little volume for the for our boy over here? He's a soft he's a so, he's got a soft voice. This, this is a global coup d'etat <laughs> by The most evil cabal of people on the planet in the history of mankind and if it is not stopped in the very near future they will win that's what's at stake control of the world they're planting they're putting eggs (laughs) in people's bodies if you didn't see yesterday's true news you need to watch it it's an egg that hatches into a synthetic parasite and grows inside your body. Can you believe that? I, I it's can't just <laughs> like a sci fi It's nightmare. like a sci-fi movie. And okay. it's happening in front of us. This is a global So d- what happened? Did
2: this dude like uh you know smoked some of that K two or whatever, some synthetic marijuana
1: and was like, I'm watching Alien? Like Yeah, there's I have a whole sign actually can you guys drop the link here? I, I yeah, he's got a whole kind of pseudo-scientific uh, research paper into um, how the eggs hatch in the vaccine, and apparently it's something like in The Matrix. I don't know if you remember this, but I think this is probably where he got the idea, you know, where that bug goes in Neo. Yeah. At his belly button. Yeah, he saw, he, he, he watched that and was like, this is real, this is what's this going is on. This is in the back. I feel like he's plagiarizing. I love how he goes, can you believe that? <coughs> can you believe that? It's like, no, no.
3: But they can. (laughs) The people that are listening can. "Can
1: This is like a sci. It's like a sci. sci Sci-fi dystopia. Can you believe that?
3: He literally says it's like science fiction. It's like fiction. It's like something. Yeah, it's almost like fiction. Yeah, because it is.
2: It is. He, He plagiarized this. Like he. He did not come up with this on his own. You know what I mean
1: yeah so but
2: there's a there's a paper for it you're saying
1: yeah but so i mean there's just man the the amount of crazies in this country is just staggering i mean they are everywhere and you can call in right now to true news with a donation to fight the parasites in our blood it's just always wild to me i mean i guess like
2: i i understand why like these guys are popping off like the the guy greg Locke, right yeah um James Fetzer exposing falsehoods and revealing <laughs> truths,
3: brother. Yeah, when I dug into it, this is, uh, this is it seems to be um, yeah. So they've
1: ca- this is the virus they've captured. Uh, something like this is going to develop inside you. Oh, so this isn't it? Just something like this. What's the name of the doctor? <laughs> Look at this shit. What I believe fuck? this
3: is this is the image that they point to. This is the Bro, supposed... Oh, uh, That's the, awesome.
1: Uh, here they said. Parasite that may have been identified, oh, it may, may have, have. been, <laughs> as Hydra vulgaris.
3: This is darkened doc- for the bar.
1: Has been seen in the COVID vaccine. Pick credited to the Stu Peterson show and Dr. Carrie maddage
2: I love that. They just, like, they'll always find, like, one fucking psychotic doctor.
1: I doubt that guy's kind a of doctor. Do a Google search on that.
2: I, I already looked. It's, uh, uh I found her... She has a PhD. She's an osteopathic internal medicine doctor and stands for freedom, truth, great love, child of God. (laughs) She's got a rumble page. Okay. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, but her Instagram is just full of like lions. Throw it up. Elite global leaders conference. Talk them out.
1: Like, can the put stuff up, Dan? No, but I can send. It if to you send time. it to me, I'll, I'll pull it up. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, okay. Is there a way to actually just as a side note, is there a way to get him access to this TV so we can put stuff up too?
3: Uh, that would be a technical challenge, but I feel like we could do it. We can do anything here on leftovers with this trillion. dollar Yeah, I mean studio. our budget's insane. Yeah, yeah. So here, here it is. This is her uh,
1: Instagram. Oh yeah, the lion imagery is powerful. Should I give her a follow? Yeah, yeah. Let's keep an on eye the, on her
3: on the podcast okay let's, let's keep an eye on her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. They
2: won the Nobel Prize.
1: Mm. This is like the page when someone's unwell mentally. This is what their page looks like. 100%. Yeah, it's just like, wow. Look, I have given you authority over all, the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you, Luke. Wait, Except that it, Hydra, the, the Hydra and the...
3: In the Bible passage, it starts with Luke. I, I, that doesn't sound. I could it be wrong. It says Luke 10, 10, uh, nineteen. Luke? You can fact check it. 10, maybe,
1: maybe it starts with Luke, but they it changed the look. No, Jesus. They Jesus. added the look, huh? <laughs> look, <laughs> look, folks. An Amish to Joe Biden. Look, folks. Well, there's a lot of versions of the Bible, so
2: yeah, uh, they they got know. they got patch notes up in this right. up in this bitch. Yeah. So shout out to. Um, yeah, she's saying that, like, too. doctors have died or something to like uh you know present the truth to you. Or, uh, it's just like it's just crazy madness. It, like 98% or 96% of doctors have gotten vaccinated
1: and and it, like Oh, like 99
2: 98%. Yeah, and oh, it's yeah. like you're you're so desperate to find like the 2% of doctors is like, "Yeah, no, it's just fake." This is actually fake. Yeah. And and hyper focused on it. Well, they do the
1: same thing with global climate change. They do the same thing with every like wedge issue that they're trying to propagandize, propagandize. And uh, it's fucking bullshit. And they're really good at it. Well, I think it's it's just like comes from, you know,
2: these people are bored. They're looking for like uh, fun stuff. And this is fun. You know what I mean? This is like, yeah, I'm living in the matrix. You know, it's like, it's like what a child, when I was a kid. Yeah. That's what I would do in my child brain, and yeah. I feel like a lot of conservatives just like straight up have child brain, where <laughs> they are like, "I do want to, I, I I do live in the matrix, like I am I the main do, hero, I,
1: I, and right. I, I'm the one who knows, you know, what the real truth is about the vaccine. Main, it's the called the uh, main character syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, rest in peace to the goat, Colin Powell. Uh, this is my favorite quote about Colin Powell from Kurt Vonnegut. He said. The last thing I ever wanted was to be alive when the three most powerful people on the whole planet would be named Bush, Dick, and Colin. I think I,
2: I find that to be a little cringe, but hey, that's just me. You don't like that quote? No, I think it's so like, it's so cheese, dude. But hey, whatever. It's what? It's such
1: own. a great quote. Oh. Like
2: you were even snickering. I know. I'm, I'm just laughing because, like, it's a. It's what Bush,
1: Dick, and Colan. Yeah, I, I mean, how are I you gonna it. sit before me and tell me that's not fucking hilarious? I, I, I know. I, it's. I don't know. It, it,
2: it reminds me of uh, simpler times, like the anti-Bush liberal era. So like, at least I, I feel a, a sense of comfort from that when like liberals were actually anti-war and not Dick, like
1: Bush and Colin, You know,
2: and not totally on board. With well, anyway, the, uh, Colin ripped to the goat. Are we going to talk about the real story here, though? Yeah, Trump. Like, I, I don't really care about Colin Powell. I think he is a yeah. horrible uh, monster for the most part. I mean, look, if you worked with the Reagan administration, that's already like you're disqualified from ever being covered uh, uh, gently in your passing. Um. Uh, but, also on top of that he is and forever hopefully will be remembered as the guy who lied to the United yeah, Nations that's his legacy to go to uh, you know Iraq and
1: that's his legacy and he
2: claims that like oh he felt really bad about it afterwards like oopsie it's like dude you literally had every opportunity throughout that administration to to at least try to right the wrongs that were conducted. And you didn't do that. And uh, once it was fashionable to do so, only then did you come out and you were like, oh man, I felt really conflicted about that. And these guys, look, he died at the age of 84. He He—he was vaccinated. He died because he had like cancer as well. He was like, you know, really immunocompromised. But he died alongside his family and his uh, alongside his loved ones at the age of 84. Yeah. Right? Whereas... That is not a liberty or privilege afforded to hundreds of thousands of people in Iraq. How many you know people died
1: mean? there? Like half a million civilians? Yeah. That's a like conservative and, estimate. That's and fucking insane. Exactly. And then also on that's top insane. of that, like that, that region is just like
2: completely broken in a state of disrepair as a consequence of people like
1: Colin Powell. So Well, it's really I find his story really sad and tragic because like The whole reason that his testimony held so much weight when he said there was weapons of mass destruction is because everybody trusted him. He Mm. was this widely respected and trusted thing. So they used him and unfortunately he was more than willing to be used by them as a means to basically send off war to just kill fucking hundreds of thousands of people in a conquest for American uh, companies to make money selling oil.
2: Yeah, I mean he his his career started off in the Vietnam War and he was in charge of like investigating the My Lai massacre and uh you know um I I'm sorry, but like yeah, he's just not a good guy. So, which is why
1: I love this Rip to the Goat. I St- love this. So, Donald Trump is never one to let down, and that's why I'm excited to see him back. I can't wait for his new social media, I can't wait for him to be running. He is, uh, from one goat to another. I miss him so much. Yeah, I think when I, this when I see posts like this, I miss him. This is him. This show is gonna slap so hard when he comes back. Yeah, um, state we're basically just waiting for Trump's return. That's I mean, we're, we're fucked show. anyway, might as well just enjoy it at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 you know, oh, that's goodness. the way I see it. So, here is a statement from the president. Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction, be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. <laughs> He's actually right. They, he is 100% right. Even on like CNN and all these and like liberal news medias, they're like fawning over him, which is they, really interesting.
2: They, yeah, they covered him as a, as a guy who is known for an oopsie, you know, uh, and was very conflicted by it. It's like, dude, that makes it worse, okay? Like that implies that he understood that the, uh, the intelligence he was working with was not like actually legit intelligence. And yet he still continued and lied to the entire planet.
1: It, 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 it's sometimes I see from the liberal news media, it's, it's really staggering. Like, first of all, universal lauding, uh, a praise for Colin Powell. And then when Trump, uh, messaged this, then this outrage that how could he speak so poorly on this man, uh, he says, hope that happens to me someday, which is hilarious. <laughs> it will,
2: by the way. It will, because by that point, we'll have like, you know, a way worse Trump
1: to compare Trump to, just like we rehabilitated George W. Bush. Who I think a it depends monster. when he dies. You know, yeah. he's not a model of uh, health. That doesn't matter. The man that is, is the tank. You're you're crazy. You, think, you think nothing will take him down? If no. That may, if eating, if drinking ten diet cokes a day doesn't, then nothing will.
2: No, absolutely not. His he he's so he's a truck. He he's just nothing will happen to him. First of all, Yo, bad imagine, things don't was, happen to bad people. Henry Kissinger is still alive. How the fuck is that possible? Dick right. Cheney. Henry the more Kiss-
1: evil, the more the longer they live. Exactly. That's why the good die young. Yeah. I uh, hope that happens to me someday. He was a classic rhino, if even that, always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes. But anyway, may he rest in peace. Love that. It's I just, so it's kind of, first of all, he kind of uh, nailed it. Yeah. That's a post. He's a poster. I I, it. The, the, the best part is for sure. Uh, but anyway, may he rest in peace.
2: Yeah. It's just like, Donald Trump is the, he is a petty bitch who loves drama. He's so and, sassy, and that's his best quality. And, you know, it comes out in moments like this.
1: And it's its just amazing. Usually, the people have more reverence uh, for people in death. But, like, Trump, and this he does this all the time, he will tap dance on your grave. Oh, yeah. If you've ever crossed him in life. 100%. And it's fucking incredible to watch. I'll just yeah.
2: give you a I don't even think, think Colin Powell like crossed him per se. He probably had a lot of words for Donald Trump. I think Trump. he
1: said something. I think he Oh, of course, of course. He, he was, said he voted for Hillary or something like that. Yeah, I mean,
2: that. he he so was, was also a, an advocate for uh he was an advocate for Barack Obama if I'm not mistaken. Like he he was the reformed He's the worst kind of Republican. I just like at least these like psychotic QAnon supporters are more honest in their mania. I find the never Trump Republican to be so disingenuous and so awful. And their rehabilitation from the media is disgusting to me. Like, you have people who worked in the Bush administration right. that literally have untold amounts of blood on their hands criticizing Donald Trump. Does Donald Trump deserve criticism? Of course he does. Is Donald Trump an asshole? Of course. Is he violent? Of course. He's
1: a narcissistic psychopath?
2: Yeah, all yeah. of that is true. And when you sit on the imperial throne, that is, you're gonna you're gonna cause a lot of bloodshed, no matter who it is, right? And Donald Trump certainly did. But the people that are criticizing him, like the Never Trump Republicans that worked in the Bush administration, shut the fuck up. Spare me your fucking bullshit virtue signaling.
1: You are a monster. Dude. Wait, so I'm I'm also fascinated by the fact that like now we look at George Bush, oh, and we go, look at this guy. He paints. He golfs. He. ellen He's friends. And like, uh, look, he he gives candy to Michelle Obama. But are we, can we say for sure, like, that Trump is worse than Bush? Because, like, under, you Uh, think uh, Trump's uh, worse uh, than Bush?
2: Without a doubt. Well, because Trump only had one term, Bush had, you know, more time to really destabilize. Wait,
1: you're saying Trump is worse than Bush? No, I'm saying Bush is worse than Trump. Okay, sorry, I got that confused. Yeah, I think so too, because I remember when Bush was president, shit was i mean the iraq war alone is kind of a pretty fat yeah. feather in the cap the
2: the war on terror the patriot act
1: like that's what actually let yeah
2: domestically if you if you think about like uh, yeah. bush's uh, horrible response to katrina for example like that was these are these are all things that we'd like swept under the rug
1: uh, i mean but, trump botched COVID, obviously but like i feel like the iraq war has to go down I mean, even if you go to Vietnam, like how many Vietnamese people did America kill during Vietnam? It's probably nothing compared to the amount of people that died in Iraq.
2: Um, I'm not entirely sure on the numbers, but uh, when you when you not com- to trivialize uh,
3: Vietnam, I, which is I, horrible. I, it, it's comparable for sure. Yeah, a lot of people. Died I thought there in the was Vietnam like a war. few hundred well, thousand. The problem
2: with the the problem with uh, Vietnam comparison to just simply Iraq or Afghanistan is that like. Iraq and Afghanistan are not standalone, right? You have Libya, you have what's going on in Yemen, you you have what's going on in Syria, you have ISIS. So like that destabilization had uh, a massive, uh, exponential uh, uh, amount of of human casualty. Just the
1: fallout. Yeah, yeah. According to this, oh, it's one point three uh one point three million uh, total Holy deaths. Holy fuck, that is way yeah. worse. Yeah. That is horrifying two million civilians died it's hard to compare two though because the vietnam
3: war was genuinely a civil war as well so i I don't know how many of those deaths were u.s i mean I'm, i'm sure a lot were u.s uh caused but well i
2: mean there's still there's still children being born with uh defects as a consequence Yeah, i mean america like was american. just
1: straight up carpet bomb they were just dropping fucking oh, yeah. agent orange baby oh yeah lighter fluid basically just burning the whole c- yeah that was that was
2: untold bad. amount of war crimes uh just uh, horrifying we really did not learn our lesson there and did the uh, you know identical thing in <laughs> afghanistan as well um the only lesson that the american government learned there is like how to cover it from the media point of view you know
1: yeah, because the Iraq War didn't wasn't really. Yeah, no. Because uh, until recently, it's not. It's been like, okay, cool.
2: No, you don't show caskets. Like you don't show the the human casualty on the American side, so that you know we can just like easily refuse to to look into it. And you know, you keep going back to Applebee's and like living <laughs> your life as you normally would,
1: while you know people are just Applebee's, like, the opiate of the masses. We actually have yep. to go to break. We'll be right back. We're gonna do a quick break, and we got plenty more to come time to see you on the other side of the front my friends compared to pumpkin patch photo shoots and costume planning you plan you doing any of those pumpkin patch photo shoots this year oh my god i love i love that that's my thing yeah i'm looking forward to those yeah Uh, compared to that shopping for life insurance with policy genius can be one of the easiest tasks on your October to do list. Policy genius makes it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why should you compare? Because you can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with policy genius. And you could be saving $1,300 or more per year on life insurance by using policy genius to compare policies. Um, the licensed expert at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance company. So you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius thousands of five-star reviews across Trustpilot and Google, and eligible applicants can get covered in as little as a week thanks to an award-winning policy option that swaps the standard medical exam requirements for a simple phone call. Yeah, that's good, because they get one look at me and they'd be like, no, nah, I'm not insuring you. Is that, is that right? You're not insurable. So the phone call works out for me. Um, this exclusive policy was recently rated number one by Forbes Advisor. Higher than options from Ladder, Ethos, and Bisto. Bisto, Bisto. Yeah. these notes on yeah, the competitors. Right, dude. Yeah. Fuck the competitors. Yeah. You don't even have to it's talk all about, about dude. dude. Freaking Ladder, dude. Not even doing a good job comparing. A ladder? Where are you climbing? To waste, wasting money? Yeah, that's right. Policy Genius. Getting started is easy. First, head to policygenius.com slash leftovers. Admit it, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. And when you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and scheduling for free. Policy Genius doesn't add on extra fees. So head on over to policygenius.com slash leftovers to get started right now. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. Testing you. Yeah, I'm on it, dude. Thank you, guys.
3: (laughs) You got, uh, let me see the graphic real quick. Just double check. We're good. Stamps.com slash leftovers with code leftovers. Perfect and policygenius.com slash leftovers. Looking good. All right, let's do it. All right,
1: you rolling? All right, we're good. If you've got a small business, you know there's nothing more valuable than your time, so stop wasting it on trips to the post office. Stamps.com makes it easy to mail and ship right from your computer. Save time and money with Stamps.com. Send letters and packages for less with discounted rates from USPS, UPS, and more badass i know you love the post i do i love the i love the postal service it's great how so, else are you gonna have little little chickens delivered i know they, they they're the only ones qualified to deliver chicken that's right so and i love my chicken i'm send you a chicken yeah see what happens i it's is- <laughs> going to be hard when I when I have to eat it. Uh, since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the service of the U.S. Post Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're in office, sending invoices, a side hustle, uh, Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping, out order Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer, no special supplies or equipment, and within minutes you're up and running, printing, official postage, for any letter, any package, anywhere You want to send And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage With shipping from USPS and UPS Once your mail is ready Just schedule a pickup or drop it off No traffic, no lines Cut the confusion out of shipping With stamps.com new rate advisor tool You can compare shipping rates And timelines to easily find the best options So save time and money with stamps.com There's no risk And with our promo code LEFTOVERS You get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. There's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Leftovers. That's Stamps.com. Promo code Leftovers. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. We are back. Recharged. That's right. Reloaded. Fueled up. Uh, Now we're going to get to one of our main stories here. Trump's new social media uh, platform called Truth, baby. Huge announcement. Announcement? Okay. Entering the grind. Entering the grid. Oh, the grid. Shit. All right. So here we have it. He's announcing. He's going public with it right off the bat. So that'll be good. I'm Definitely consider shorting this company. TMT. Oh, I'm, I'm buying all the. I'm buying all the stocks I can. Uh, the truth. It's called Truth Social Network. It's kind of a long statement, but you know,
2: not a single Trump supporter is going to read this shit. Okay. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest problems with the desk of Donald Trump. Remember when he like yep. originally came out with that? Mm-hmm. Was that he was just like writing too much, and it wasn't him who was writing it. No shot, because like you know, Donald Trump thrives. Under two hundred and eighty characters. Okay, right. when well, you go beyond that point, you go beyond the breaking point. It's just like he's never writing something that long.
1: Okay, so no one's going to reading read anything that long either. He's never. Yeah, he's before. not
2: reading anything that long. He's not writing anything that long, uh, which I respect.
1: Okay, so <laughs> it's just. Well, here, here's the important part. This is the one he wrote. He says, "I created Truth Social." And uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think that that reminds yeah, me. Yeah, Teenage of that, Mutant you know? Turtle Gang. <laughs> Turtle Gang. Teenage Mutant Turtle Gang. Totally to stand up to the tyranny of big tech. That's right. By becoming big tech, we live in a world no, where the he, he, they're not becoming big. Yeah, tech. It, they're it, they're going to stay dream. little tech. Yeah, max at at best. We live in a world where the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter, yet your favorite American president has been silenced. This is unacceptable. Ex- I am excited to finally announce... I can't do a good Trump impression.
2: I'm excited to send out my first yeah. Truth on Truth Social very soon. Believe me, TMTG was founded with a mission to give a voice to all. I'm excited to soon begin sharing my thoughts on Truth Social and to fight back against big tech. Everyone asks me why... Doesn't someone stand up to big tech? (laughs) Well, we will be soon. I mean, look, (laughs) more successful business people have uh, tried and failed. Uh, You know, Rumble is like a good example of this. Donald Trump has never had a successful business. That's what that's the key.
1: Which is so funny to me. But he's like still trying Trump stakes. You're very special. Trump Twitter, basically. And um, it's going to be spectacular to watch this thing fall apart. In fact, oh. it hasn't even officially officially launched yet, and it's already falling apart. Love uh, that. It's in beta, and somebody already hacked the fucking website. Here's somebody claimed Donald J. Trump's Twitter handle already and pinned a picture of a pig shitting on his own balls. That's an important announcement. That was, yeah. I I learned a lot. That's the truth. So already off to a hot start. Here he is again, uh, retweeting the FBI fem oh FBI yeah femboy bussy inspectors. So <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> there's no shot that so that that's an important message from like, the president. <laughs> he okay, <is>
2: a legend. <laughs> okay, no conservative that went on the truth website or whatever the fuck like there's like i feel like there's eight people on this website right now and they're all leftists because like <laughs> yeah no definitely. one knows what a fucking femboy is on
1: the right if they did they would you lose telling their me mind. he doesn't know what a femboy bussy is yeah no <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> i just learned about bussies uh, a few weeks ago exactly me. so so those pres- words are not used by uh you know uh, conservative uh divorced dads here he is uh tweeting at Jack apparently the uh is on uh, hit on this new social media. Hey Freddy's in his uh hoodie. Oh, Fred. <laughs> oh yeah. He's looking cute. My dog Fred, just ran in in a doggy hoodie. Styling and profiling. Um Jack unban me from Twitter. We get rid of Sleepy Joe and turn the fed into a Bitcoin mine deal. <laughs> Lazy truth request. Anyone know what Melania is up to these days? <laughs> so, yeah, so this is what's going on so far, but nothing will beat the pig shitting on his own balls pinned. To the I
2: top. mean, Parlor Parler had a massive leak uh, similar to this uh, in the beginning. Uh, all of these platforms that are like <laughs> marketed towards conservatives exclusively often have like really shoddy cybersecurity yeah. protections. Well, and- the,
1: the problem is that the uh, cybersecurity you know these hackers are have is so advanced now yeah. it's it, it's actually super expen- you need like a massive uh operation to prevent
3: people I, infiltrating And on. I th- I and found out a broke boy and I found out that um it you, basically the reason that this keeps happening to all of these platforms is they all use this I, I think it's, like, open-source social media platform called Mastodon because they're too lazy to, like, actually build a website. Oh, they don't make website, their own shit. Which is why it keeps immediately getting figured out because they all they, are using, like, the same formula. And they've all hacked it already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should make a social form using their... Let's make... Yeah. If it's that easy. Yeah, we could.
1: Um.
2: Well, then it's going to get hacked, though. Yeah, so. pretty much that's immediately. That's fine.
1: It's basically... That's like... <laughs> we could just let it happen. Yeah, just... I'm here to let it happen.
2: Yeah. Um... The other part about this that does not make sense is that, I mean, I love Trump uh, and his posts, okay? I think, like, I'm always excited to hear more from Donald Trump. But the reason why a lot of these, like, Gab, Rumble, you know, uh, Parler, whatever, all these, like, different kinds of websites ultimately fail is because there are no libs to own there. You want to own the libs. That's the whole fun of the game is, like, if you can't trigger the libs, then
1: conservatives have nothing. Well, they and also they go there to get mad. Like that's yeah. what they like. So if you go there and it's all just a huge echo chamber, you're not lo- you're just looking at people saying the same shit everywhere. You got to see people owning libs, like you said. Yeah. You got to quote tweet somebody. Um Yeah, and be like this guy's a, this fucking you know, guy. this guy's a, a Chinese communist. Somebody sent a bomb threat to this guy.
2: Yeah, so without that, it just turns into, you know, a Nazi gathering because <laughs> right. those people do have like an ideological position that is still inherently reactionary they love owning the libs as well but uh
1: they have a, another goal you know what i mean right but you're right cuz the peds and the nazis they're not necessarily looking to own libs they're just looking for a place where they can congregate and they've been kicked off every other yeah. social media so for them it's fresh pasture and for everyone else that's not a Nazi, which is probably the majority of them, let's be honest.
2: I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of adjacent, uh, yeah. you know, file adjacent, Nazi adjacent conservatives. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: you know, uh, it just turns into some very bizarre uh, situation. Yeah, that's there. what
2: happens. when you don't have like any sort of restrictions. And even then these websites do have restrictions as a matter of fact. Donald Trump's website, famously, the truth one, has
1: restrictions. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Oh, a yeah. lot of really great ones.
2: Uh, but before we talk about that, you want to show
1: this first? So here's Don Jr. Our
2: favorite, friend of the show.
1: Friend of the show, made us a cameo, wished us well. Yeah. Um, promoting Trump's new social media. And free network for people to be able to communicate, to exercise your First Amendment rights. And so tonight, my father signed a definitive merger
2: agreement uh, to form what will ultimately be the Trump Media and Technology Group and Truth Social, a platform for everyone to express their feelings. Big tech and all of those on the left for so long, Sean, have been saying, well, if you don't like the rules that we really enforce only one way on our platform, Go create your own. And so we did just that. So that's gonna launch very soon We're gonna be in beta testing in the next few weeks Beta, uh, Full launch
3: uh, first quarter of 22 uh, It's gonna be exciting and we're looking to give a voice back to the American people You see? and free. Yeah.
2: yeah, nothing says giving a voice back to the American people by like uh, making them sign up to another website That's inevitably going to get owned as it has already with massive data leaks uh, where, you know, conservatives complain about like uh, having their accounts uh, banned off platforms, so they can't speak to anyone anymore on those platforms because they're violating the terms of service. So what? The alternative is to go to a website where no one is there. It's the same. <laughs> it's like not having a Twitter account is the same as having a fucking Truth account. You yeah,
1: know? for sure. Truth Social. Well, they say he says you know he's combating the tyranny of big tech. Do you find it ironic that after you sign up, they beg you to share it on Twitter and Facebook? Of course. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and and massive dumps.
1: It, it, I mean, they love Facebook too, so Facebook is where they thrive. Um, here is some of some uh, snippets from their um, terms of service. The terms of service on Trump's new social site is very specific. You can't harass or annoy the staff, dude. This is the first. This is the the Free speech? You you can't annoy the staff. Yeah. That's right. That's free speech. Well, I don't like, and Trump is staff. I mean, he's gonna own it. So if you annoy Trump, like, what does that mean, annoy? Like, do you even have to interact with him? Can I just be minding my own business, and then he's annoyed by me, and then he bans me?
2: Yeah, you, you say that, uh, no, actually, Trump, you're wrong. The Met Gala
1: was tasteful, and he's like, Ben, you're wrong, Annoying. Braden Carter is a loser. And, and you know he will. He'll be just banning everybody. Yeah. So here's what it says. You cannot trick. Again, trick is like very uh, broad. Defraud or mislead us or other users. Specifically, in any attempt to learn sensitive account information.
2: I mean, at least they know their audience. Like, this is literally like, please don't, uh you know, don't steal the information of like old racists that came onto this website by telling
1: them that you can you have Iraqi dinars to don't purchase. Don't trick us, though. Yeah, please don't trick us. <laughs> no funny business. Yeah, Why don't they just write no funny business. Yeah, we like to troll. Uh, use any information obtained from the site in order to harass, abuse, or harm other persons. Again, it's like. Like, what do you mean obtained from the site? Like, if I see, it's just so broad. You know?
2: Yeah, I mean, this like it just reads like a boilerplate uh, legal terms of service with like additional. No. Yeah, this with isn't like boilerplate. weird. This no, is... no, I know, I know, but like with a weird
1: trump seasoning on it i feel like, like trump wrote this himself this is not legal language i this still don't believe he knows how to write this so, yeah that's, it's possible we haven't seen evidence here that you cannot harass annoy dude no lawyer has ever written annoy into fucking terms of service
2: yeah harassment is like what covers that usually
1: you, you know what i mean you cannot write annoy intimidate Dude. or threaten any of our employees or agents engaged in providing any portion of the site to you. It's because <laughs> sorry but it's, no no
2: it's because all of the lawyers died from covid. <laughs> <laughs> all their fucking lawyers <laughs> are dead just, now so like they moody. have they have like a paralegal type this shit up, you know what i mean? They have like one uh, guy left. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. They're all too busy dying in the hospital. Okay, you can't disparage, tarnish, or otherwise harm, in our opinion, us or the site. You can't, you can't disparage the site. Yeah, you this can't is, make fun of us on the site.
2: This is some real. How
1: is this free speech?
2: This is some real snowflake shit right here. This
1: is you can't you can't hurt our feelings.
2: But that's but that is like this is brutally honest. Like conservatives don't want free speech. They just want you to shut the fuck up if you ever tell them that they're wrong. You know what I mean? that's where that's where that comes from and well, free speech protection is exclusively centered around being able to say and do hate speech and hateful acts
1: so exactly you gotta like it all or like none of it it's just like you can't tarnish you can't say naughty things about us or any of our staff on our website free speech yeah
2: like i love when people always say like mccarthyist this is mccarthyist it's like motherfucker. who was the victim of that you know what i mean communists like the, time and time again, the real victims of free speech, uh, or the the real people that have never been covered by free speech protections that are supposedly incredibly expansive here in the United States, have been leftists. You know, mm. uh, specifically, you know, black leftists as well, like the Black Panther Party. Like they were so not covered by free speech that their leaders were executed by the American government. So
1: mm. you know, well, even recently, someone like uh, Colin Kaepernick is like. Yeah, even Nobody in the private cares sector. cares his fucking free speech. <sighs> yeah. Nobody on this freedom free speech website is going to fucking be singing his praise. But anyway, it'll be interesting to do like ban Olympics when this launches. Like if you're just sh- shitting on Trump and the replies, uh, if he's just going to be outright banning people, what's... Uh, if- I don't think that many people are going to use this because it's gonna be a there's no
2: show. there's no runway like they just kind of dropped this out of nowhere they didn't tease it like i feel like i've put more uh, time into like my fucking merchandise than this shit you know what i
1: mean it's like they just like kind of dropped this out of nowhere they went on fox news yeah so it's a build-up right now you can sign up for the beta and it's launching in the first quarter of next year i think i know but like i don't know i just i feel like no they, it's gonna be a disaster there's no question about it and also how do you
2: it's how how be. do they make
1: money off this? I don't know, but they they mer the whole thing is so mysterious to me. They merged with a publicly traded company. This is going to be publicly traded out the gate. And I'm telling you, if you want to get rich, short, short this company because this is going straight to like a meteor to Earth.
2: I know, but have you heard that additionally the tiny meat turtle gang intends <laughs> to launch a subscription video on demand service?
1: Oh, yeah, the, the Ninja Turtle Meat Gang Plus. Yeah. Yeah.
2: and it will feature non-woke entertainment dude you're like wokeism, non-woke entertainment i feel
1: like woke has become this like word when i hear it i'm like ugh please. non-woke entertainment what does that mean like uh like- we're going to be racist <laughs> please subscribe i'm going to be so racist <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah man i'm this is going to be fucking awesome to follow though because yeah they're producing original content um And I just can't wait to see. I just can't wait to see it. It's going to be fantastic.
2: It's going to be like every other fucking OAN, you know, Newsmax style uh, news coverage that looks like they always have like that weird filter almost, where it looks like there's Vaseline rubbed on the lens. You know what I mean? When you watch, when you watch any of these like super fucking far right news coverages, like you're like. What happened? Why why is the lens so why are you so crusty and, and greasy? What what is going on there? That's what the, the entire thing is gonna look like if they even develop
1: anything at that. Yeah, I'm surprised because like he's such a horrible businessman. This is the quibby of of right wing media. <laughs> it so is. Uh, Trump's new media company will be funded with the help of Digital World Acquisitions, a blank check company based in Miami. What is a blank check company? Mm.
3: It basically means a company that doesn't have any specific business plan or direction. Weird. Mm-hmm. Shady. D-Wag.
1: According to the press release issued on Wednesday night, D-Wag, a so-called special purpose acquisition company. D-Wag.
3: Well, Dickwag.
1: wag D-Wag. D-wag. Yeah. We'll D- help. <laughs> I love their <laughs> acronyms are off the rails, bro. T-M-T-G-Wag <laughs> and Teenage Mutant Turtle Gang. Become a publicly traded company. The CEO of the company, Patrick Orlando, is also CEO of Yunhong International. Bro, what? Which is it an international yeah, what the check fuck? Form? Which itself is an international blank check company incorporated in the Cayman Islands with headquarters in Wuhan, China. Bro, that's right. As COVID, what? That's why I sent this. Being yeah. funded by a company stationed in Wuhan, China.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: What the fuck?
2: Yeah, <laughs> conservatives love Wuhan now. That's Whatever right. Whatever
1: happened to Wuhan flu?
2: Yeah, um, More, I mean, now it's Wuhan f- fund you. Yeah, it's <laughs> <got> him. <laughs> it's uh, Steve Bannon was caught with a, another like uh, Chinese billionaire on a yacht. Remember when the when the U.S. Postal Service secret agents like uh, actually apprehended him for uh, doing like wire fraud for yeah. that uh, and, and charity fraud. Yeah, for the border for the wall. wall thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. they love. I mean, these guys. They.
1: I wonder what's the Chinese interest in funding this. I guess um, they just like to destabilize. Uh
2: no, there is uh there are different factions within China. Like there are some very wealthy Chinese oligarchs that are as as anti-state as you can get, as anti-CCP uh, as you can get. Um and then there are like psychotic hyper right-wing uh uh cults like Falun Gong. Mm-hmm. Uh, that actually fund the Epoch Times. Have you ever heard of Epoch Times? Yeah. So Epoch Times is like a right-wing website. Mm-hmm. That's uh, they're they're backed by the Falun Gong cult hmm. and they're anti-Chinese state of course they
1: work side by side with the cia for their anti-chinese state uh, leanings doesn't the government uh, wouldn't they if there was like a real big anti-state movement in china don't they just come in and fucking they just disappear in the night? no
2: they operate outside of it uh they, oh, they're they, not in china. they operate yeah i mean okay, I a, a lot of their a lot of that stuff is just like outside of the the control of like you know um the chinese communist party but that's that's where it uh that's where it comes from like a lot of this uh, a lot of these like billionaires and, and millionaires that are still like very wealthy and whatnot they uh will oftentimes have like anti-chinese sentiment and can get broad freedoms worldwide to run around and do whatever they want uh, and i mean i don't know about this particular person but um you know if there's money to be made they're going to do it you know i don't think that there's like a
1: destabilizing interest right, there right 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 well, here he is on Hannity. It's probably good, too. He's doing the rounds. Oh, wait, this what we just, yeah, we just, just bought oh, I junior. thought he was on Tucker. Um, so anyway, let's see. Yeah. Uh, you can also get, ba- oh, this is interesting. Uh, there, Here's another one. You can get banned on truth for
3: using too many capital letters. This one really blew me away, because that's like Trump's thing. Like, it's just, like, randomly all capsing words and stuff? The site's terms of service,
1: however, lists some rules that would hamstring Trump himself. The site will ban, for instance, excessive use of capital letters? I don't... That's so... Sh- why? But let pe- let the people use capital letters. I mean, it's like,
2: this, you know... <laughs> let the people... O- old hogs love doing that. You know, having the caps lock
1: stuck. Um, Man, None of this makes sense Which is also part of the reason why I think At least it's not going to pop off Well, I'm going to be watching eagerly We'll be following it on this show And uh, boy, I'm just so excited For this new social media empire Suspicious Uh, that this is happening Right as Facebook said that they were rebranding I'm just going to I don't know, maybe this is the new Facebook I would not be surprised if Zuck Was teamed up with Trump (laughs) I love it! To bring you no, Zuckerberg w- loves w- making money. This is not. This is not a money maker. If I, if Trump, if someone else was doing this, Trump would call it like Wuhan book, Wuhan book or something. China yeah, book. Oh, for sure.
2: Oh, uh, the other, the other thing like Getter was another website that was like uh, owned immediately, and it was overrun by hentai and ISIS content and videos <laughs> of like beheadings and whatnot.
1: Yeah, wasn't that one? What was the other? Cons- uh, the one with the the chat room where people would come in and do like speeches and stuff. What was that one? Oh, uh, that's like uh, crap. That's like some Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. I heard that like they're the most, one of the most popular genres on Clubhouse is just openly anti Semitic, neo Nazi. Uh, oh, yeah. That's not surprising. <laughs> chat rooms.
2: So. It's always funny because like these guys will like come up with a unique way of uh, making people communicate with one another. And then immediately a week later, Twitter is like, we're announcing, you know, rooms. (laughs) And then it's like, you're done now. Now Clubhouse is done. Yeah. You know, and
1: Facebook will do that. Instagram will do that, whatever. Um, So moving on to our next story, we touched on cops a little bit. But uh, following up on that, cops are quitting their jobs over the COVID mandate. COVID has become the leading cause of death, bringing home the bacon. You like that? I love that. Oink, oink. <laughs> uh, COVID has become the leading cause of death for officers despite law enforcement being among the first group eligible to receive vaccines in the end of 2020. <laughs> Thank you. The total uh, the total stands at f- um, nearly 500 cov- COVID-19-related deaths since the start of the pandemic compared to 94 from gunfire from the same period
2: which by the way when people say gunfire remember that doesn't always mean gunfire from you know the bad guys uh, yeah the the bad guys often (laughs) more often than you would think is is friendly fire um specifically in uh colorado or washington state where like a lot of this stuff started popping out uh popping off Uh, there was one that was like a like a officer in training shot the other officer
1: who was training him in the back of the head holy while they were engaging in yeah i mean that stuff happens all the time well i was you know i followed the brianna oh god i forgot her last name what was her yeah brianna taylor thing yeah and when you watch the recreations of the shootings i mean these cops are so irresponsible one they're just literally one of the cops outside i think the only one that got charged yeah was just firing recklessly into the building like in every direction and he could have easily killed someone even another cop they often do and uh he was the only one that got charged for recklessly sh- discharging his gun
2: yeah because the other the other cops were considered to be like uh you know well within uh their rights to shoot mm-hmm. um so they uh, they saw the 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 material damages that that other cop caused by shooting into like other apartment buildings as well as like a worse offense than straight gilling. up murdering yeah, someone, up you know gilling, what I mean. Uh, I know it's um, crazy. That story was awful, but also you know no knock raids, regular currents, uh, uh, yet another yet another instance of like a lack of accountability, horrible training, uh,
1: and and uh, no no de escalation measures like put in place. It's just awful. So here is cause of death of law enforcement. Uh, you can see from 2001 to 2021, there's a sudden spike in deaths. Um,
2: yeah, cops are getting absolutely f- murdered. Like, just straight up fucking murdered by COVID.
1: Yeah, the felonious deaths are actually down. Uh, while their job becomes less dangerous, according to this graph, more and more dying of COVID quite a bit. And um, they don't want to get vaccinated. For the record, like uh so
2: cause of death for law enforcement obviously 9-11 related is like in the
1: aftermath of 9-11 there's still like cancer or whatnot yeah that's right? kind of insane looking at like how yeah how many people actually died from that too
2: yeah well that's because a lot of the cops that die they die uh on the on the job because like they're driving recklessly that's a huge one okay they drive like mm. fucking assholes and then they get into collisions and they die if they're not killing other people, like uh, the motorcyclist that was like murdered by a fucking cop, I think in Florida like last week. Um, and then they die of heart failure very regularly, heart disease, uh, and that's considered again an on-the-job, on-the-line death. Um, they have
1: other non fallacious
2: And then same with COVID. Like they they consider these to. They, I mean, they tack up the they tack up the number. They put that on the tally, even if they're dying of COVID. And they're dying of
1: COVID quite a lot, as you can see, you know, and... um, Which makes sense. They're out there. They're with the masses. They're breathing. People's, you know, in space. So, yeah, they should be... Vaccinated for sure. And therefore, it also uh, is implied that if these guys are out there doing all this and dying of COVID, that the transmission of COVID to police is extremely high and that they have the potential to be spreading that shit around. They absolutely actively. are. They absolutely are. Yeah. Like they will be super spreaders guaranteed if not vaccinated.
2: Yeah. And uh, of course, in the most predictable way, they have decided that. COVID is not the real problem. The vaccine mandates are the real problem. And so
1: they're quitting their jobs. Do me a favor, Dan, pull up the, the video of the New York City cops throwing the guy at the subway who asked why aren't they wearing masks. Not only are they not getting vaccinated, they're refusing even to wear masks. In New York, there was a video going viral yesterday. A guy asked him, he's like, yo, you're in the subway. Why aren't you guys wearing masks? And yeah. they kicked him out of the fucking subway. Yeah, and he's like, I'm the boss of the subway. You know, they basically were basically stealing the guy. He had already paid his ticket, his yeah. pair. And these motherfuckers, yeah, they're above the law. Clearly. 100%. Here it is. So, according to the person who shot the video, all the guy did was ask if they would please uh, put on their masks. So, here's the result of that. Nope. They're not even like. Uh, They're not even pretending to care about masks. They don't even have it around their neck. They don't have it anywhere. They're in a closed space. Bro, I feel like if there's one place you should definitely wear a mask is in your subway. Yeah. Okay? Like, yeah.
2: Uh, even even if there is no COVID, you should probably still wear a mask. I mean, <laughs> For sure. It doesn't even smell good. Like, the, at least the mask will protect you from the smells. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jesus Christ.
3: And they, but, didn't, they didn't even har- arrest him or, like, pretend like he had done anything wrong. I mean, they just exactly. shoved them outside. Exactly. Why not? Exactly. And they
2: told him he can't come back in. Yeah, it's
1: Like, slow okay, slow. I guess I won't commute, yeah, if, ho- if commute if home now. If did something wrong, they would have arrested him. Right. Instead, they stole his fare, disrupted his day, and continued on mask list in violation of the city's own law. Uh, yeah. Fuck the police. I mean, it's just like, these are... I like
2: covering these minor inconveniences that the cops regularly subject people to because... It really shows the disdain that they have for the people that they're supposed to protect and serve, right? Mm -hmm. And it it, it extends from that small interaction uh, all the way up to the the actual infractions, the violent altercations, the escalation on, you know, uh, routine traffic stops and whatnot. And it's all the same mentality that they have, which is that, like, I will enforce my authority upon you no matter what. Okay. And I will never be held accountable so I can get away with it. Mm. So I'm going to lay off, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I can here to, to make sure that you listen to me. And I'm not one of those people that says like, we need to abolish the police force in its entirety. I understand that there is still a necessity for some formation Uh, whether it's democratically organized or not some formation that will at least create a presence of law and order. So I totally understand that, but police historically and certainly in contemporary society has never filled that role for marginalized communities. They operate like an occupying force in black and Brown neighborhoods. Mm. And in a lot of instances, they've been trained. Uh, They've, they, they have counterterrorism training uh, that, that, you see when they're dealing with like black lives matter protesters for example kettling and corralling gassing people like right. it's completely unacceptable and uh at the slightest bit of criticism they lose their fucking shit and that's uh, also because they're all all fucking hogs That 84% of the police force is like I love
1: Donald Trump I'm voting for Donald Trump yeah There, i think it just like when you're so used to this ultimate authority and power when people question that even in the slightest way it just, you, you're you just so used to doing whatever the fuck you want and never being talked back to by anyone that uh, you, it really just corrupts the mind being well, part of that cult. And it, it does seem like a cult, the, the this whole police union shit.
2: And, and think about it this way. When you're uh, accustomed to a lifetime of privilege, equality feels like oppression. For cops, mm. that's on overdrive. Like we think right. about the victimhood mentality conservatives have where they're like, Oh, my God. Starbucks no longer has Christmas uh, stuff on their cups. That's Devil killing war. me, brother. A civil war. war. Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Vaccine mandates civil war. That is the, the mentality that they have. But this time they're like, you know, well armed, very dangerous and also willing to do things like they can rob you of your freedom. They can rob you of your life. And uh, in some instances,
1: not even, you know, go to jail for it. Not even get, not, not even be fired.
2: Yeah. Let alone go to jail. Exactly. So it it is just completely fucked from top to bottom. And of course there is uh, no, no mechanism to, uh, to enforce any sort of accountability. Uh, The, the defund the police movement was uh, like, was met with so much criticism from the mainstream media. Uh, rather than like trying to describe the the intentions of that movement, which was created by activists on the street. They're not focus group testing their fucking mm-hmm. message. It's like Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, instead of being like, well, defund the police means like taking away some of these insane resources that we are affording the police force uh, all around the country unconditionally at a time when like, you know, education needs resources, social workers need resources, but all of that is being set- sent and spent on this uh, violent paramilitary organization. Um, uh, and and we need to change that dynamic a little bit. Instead of accurately describing those demands, they were like, no, this is bullshit. This is terrible. It's also freaking people out while simultaneously continuing to freak people out. And you, if you watch a lot of uh, right-wing media, you hear nonstop about how, you know, the police have been defunded and that's why there's crime everywhere. The police have been defunded. This is crazy. It's bullshit. The police have not been defunded yeah, anywhere. anywhere. The total is around $800 million so far, uh, that has been taken off the top of the police budgets. That means uh like uh, you know, scaling back one percent, right, of the police uh additional revenue that they were gonna get from the city. Like mm. the additional amount of money that they were gonna get. They're still the 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 number one uh you know budget in most cities, right? Yeah. Um but even if you take like a little bit off the top, they're like, "Oh fuck, we're dying," or "You're killing me. You're killing me right now. I'm literally dying." Mm-hmm. And civil war. Yeah, civil war. <laughs> and to put that into perspective, eight hundred million dollars seems like a lot of money, right? Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, certain cities have seven hundred million dollars. Uh, uh, Los Angeles has a budget of what is it? One point five billion dollars, mm-hmm. and it's slated to be three billion dollars. Like that's nothing when you take like 10 million from the top and then give it back to the school program. You know what I mean? To try to Mm, at least.
1: Sounds like civil war to me.
2: Yeah. To at least like focus on the root cause of crime that we know. Is
1: that, you know, crime usually comes from like class disparity, desperation. If you actually invest, it's like addressing the uh, symptom rather than the cause. Right. It's like if you invest that money back into poor neighborhoods and school and after school programs and then, uh, uh, yeah, and it, it, then it there's it, gonna be less crime. Yeah, it leads to a decreasing crime. There's a trackable
2: decreasing crime in areas where there are more after school programs and whatnot. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <clears throat> we never we never want to do that because it's so much easier to just like keep giving uh, money so they can keep buying the guns that the military can no longer use. You know what I mean?
1: What are they gonna do though without the uh, black man do crime?
2: Yeah. For for the record, it was. 840 million in cuts across the entire country uh the LAPD budget is 1.76 billion the budget of San Francisco Police Department alone is
1: 700 million Baltimore 536 million yeah I was pretty shocked I saw LA's um city budget and the cops was like over 50 percent of the budget like by far Does yeah that sound right
2: uh yeah something along those lines uh I, I, and I talk to cops a lot, unfortunately, I have to interact with them for, you know, obvious reasons and, what um,
1: obvious reasons, well, you know,
2: similar stuff that happens to you from time to time, you know what I mean? Oh, so yes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and, and every fucking time, dude, every time it's like, oh, we hate, uh, the, we hate that our resources are, are spread so thin. It's like, oh, we can't handle it. It's like, well, I, you know, maybe you shouldn't handle some of that stuff. Some of that stuff could absolutely social be work. handled by social workers.
1: Yeah, people who are trained to deal with, for sure. Yeah,
2: um, but uh, it's one of the cushiest gigs you can have in America, and yet we have some brave
1: patriots right here giving well, here, up. Here is the yeah the 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 beautiful job. Yeah,
2: here's the, the fire. Absolute cushiest gig you can have. Yeah,
1: they've got great benefits.
2: Incredible though, right? pay, great benefits. Here, here are these
1: brave patriots giving up massive t- uh, overtime pay. Oh yeah, hazard uh, S- pay. S- uh, Seattle fire and police discharged for non-compliance with the vaccine mandate. Turn in their boots into City Hall and declare it's civil war. Yeah, this is the opp- So this, this is the victim mentality that, like, I think you made a great point. When you're used to privilege, equality seems like oppression. And uh boy this is a solemn walk man. These guys have been through the ringer. They've had enough. We've had enough of your oppression. Damn this is solemn dude. This is serious. Wow. Yeah, turning in those boots. Yeah, it's uh it's it's madness
2: dude. It's madness. What will what will happen now? Bedlam. Absolute bedlam.
1: Here's more. Uh oh, what is the This is this LA City budget, right? So the police is fifty-two point four percent. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's crazy.
3: And then what? Where's education? Well, education comes from the federal. education comes from the state. In yeah, so it, it's uh, but I mean some does, but I mean maybe a good thing to look at would be like parks or like libraries, you know, public works. I'm surprised for libraries even get five percent, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be lower
1: than that. Yeah. Who needs books, brother? We need more. We need but, to make sure that uh, every
2: cop can have an armored personnel carrier that you can't even fucking drive in Los Angeles need, Street. Uh,
1: we need anti artillery tanks. Yeah, 5%. we need yeah. that microwave
2: gun, the
1: the active denial system that uh, you know you just like the microwave gun. They're scr- they're scrambling people's brains with.
2: No, 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 uh, no. There's a there's a there's an active denial system that the U.S. military created. It's kind of like it's like LRAD 2 long range acoustic devices. These are all like anti riot measures hmm. that they originally used in Iraq. And then they started using on American of citizens, of course, immediately. <laughs> the LRAD is like so insanely loud that you can't stay there. If you ask cops, though, and they're using it like they do in Portland all the time, they'll say, oh, it's just a PA system. No, the fuck it's not, bitch. It's literally a weapon. And the active denial system lit straight up uh, burns, like boils the water particles like a microwave does on your skin so it seems it feels like your skin's on fire wow
1: yeah Uh, i don't know if it's been in use in the united states yet but uh you know it's out there dan put that graph back up real fast i mean that tells the whole story in a in a society when you're spending 52 percent of your budget on the police i mean just imagine the utopia we could live in where you even just cut that in half and distributed against other beautiful so like if we had parks and libraries and cities and stuff like that and city public works
3: just imagine what a beautiful blessed city this could be oh and uh that was actually 2019 uh 2020 here's uh 2021. that's what i don't get now it's even more like why is it going that's up? what i'm saying they they like why does shift. it go up
2: What is? it's always going up but Cause why because crime that's why. That's the only way to tackle but crime. Crime is
1: down, isn't it? Like crime is down.
2: Well, crime historically is down from yeah. uh, you know the '90s and whatnot. And uh, but overall, like crime has increased. And,
1: and but the reason why crime, a, he's a Democrat, he's a liberal.
2: But of course, liberals love cops. Uh, the <laughs> the thing is, the way the reason why crime is increasing, especially in like cities and whatnot. It's because homelessness is increasing. It's because people are
1: in horrible Take half conditions. And p- do public housing? Yeah, Imagine like that.
2: if you eliminated some of the material needs that these people have for survival, you would eliminate a gigantic chunk of the need to do crime. People aren't doing crime because they're bad. Okay.
1: So, so this is 5.4 billion. So the police are getting half of that. So 2.2, uh, 2.7 billion. Yeah. Imagine the public housing projects you could do. The parks the li- the libraries the shelters i you, mean that is so much money you want to know where,
2: where a lot of that police budget is spent tell me lawsuits not all of it but like a big chunk of that goes to malpractice lawsuits paying victims because th- yeah you, know. you,
1: you hear about this people sue uh this the city or the state for a cop killed oh a cop accidentally killed my spouse when i was in the car damn and then you fucking sue the state, and you get like a massive fifty million dollar payout. Well, yeah. We well, pay if you're that. white, if you're white, yeah. we pay that, and the cop gets to continue working. Yeah. Well, he's got to do that. He had to. He has to kill uh, people. Come on. That's, I didn't realize that so much of it. I actually love to see a breakdown of how much of that budget goes to just lawsuits.
2: Well, um, Kenneth Major is uh, running for comptroller, and he actually does a pretty good job. Shouts out the, shouts out to Kenneth. Um, Wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, he's he's a certified public accountant, housing justice activist, and he's running for Los Angeles City controller in 2022. And um, he often has like these big breakdowns of Here's the, the LA budget regularly, um, where he talks about, you know, uh, the, the proposed budgets, and he'll he'll like break down all of the different uh, ways that people, uh, you know, spend that revenue. So do we
1: have intel on how much it goes to like settlements and lawsuits? I'm looking to see if I can find it off the top of my head, but I don't know if there is uh, one of those. Yeah, this is some sad shit, man. Shame on the mayor for even approving that. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah.
2: Yesterday, I, the LAPD already- sent 30 to 40 cops, a helicopter, a canine unit over a homeless person... That was in a vacant house, and then they found no one.
1: A like, helicopter. Yeah, for one homeless dude in a ha- vacant house. Yeah, on Sycamore and Sunset Boulevard, uh, uh Hollywood, uh, you know, uh, uh, two days ago now. By the way, I used to, when I lived in Woodland Hills, there was always every fucking afternoon. There and it was like a relatively safe neighborhood, I think. There was a- but it was right off the freeway, so I didn't know what was going on. There was a LAPD helicopter that would fly super fucking low and circle my house. Like, for like 20 minutes every day. And then we found out that one of our neighbors is related to that cop. So he would come do a free ride over the- over the neighborhood every day for 20 minutes in the LAPD copter and just like say hi to- isn't yeah. that fucking annoying, but how though? how much money is that? Co- oh, it's I, 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 I was like, I'm going to call the fucking, I'm going to do something. I'm going to complain that yeah. you fucked up. And it was, it was actually scary because sometimes he'd be on the intercom saying shit. And it looks like he's, because I'd be in my backyard chilling. And it would look like he was, like, specifically there fucking with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's
2: crazy,
3: dude. dude you, I, re- you, you, I remember when that was happening. I didn't. Re- I don't think you ever told me that that you found out that that's what it was about. Yeah, I just. Yeah, yeah. Ethan thought I'm he was like, being gangstalking. God, that's crazy. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, but imagine the amount of money you
1: spent. How much is a LAPD helicopter? Those things are decked out like I don't know, fifty million plus dollars? I
2: mean, I don't know. Is they're expensive though? Yeah. Um. But yeah, joyriding, doing stuff like that. <laughs> it's definitely a part of it, and um, they get away with doing all that because hey, they're the. They're the last line of defense between you and the poors, okay? So Mm -hmm. if the poors ever, God forbid, if they ever rise up, you know, you need cops on your side. People we, always we say saw, like,
1: "We found a poor and a vacant house, and we sent the SWAT team, ten K nine units, and twenty <sighs> helicopters."
2: And, and people always say like, "Oh, what what are you gonna do? W- you know, when uh, a crime happens, like who are you gonna call?" It's like, listen, crimes happen all the time to me specifically, and uh, and others I know, and <laughs> I I have yet to see a police officer be like, "All right, we we dealt with this. Uh, here you go." And, and you know that's anecdotal, but. Uh, Uh, There's also data available that, like, the cops are not preventing crime, okay? They are, for the most part, doing their very best to, I guess, stop it. But the main focus, in my opinion, of the police force is to maintain a presence of law and order. That, like, we have rules we have to live by, okay? That uh, we all abide by to the best of our abilities in society. And cops are, their presence is supposed to create that order of order, actually, that presence of order. Mm. Um, But uh, in a lot of instances, especially in poor neighborhoods uh, and and black and brown communities and black and brown neighborhoods, their presence, unfortunately, is disorder and lawlessness for the most part, Mm. for all the way from civil assets forfeiture uh, to to just like routine traffic stops that end up with like serious escalations uh, and sometimes even death. It's just a terrifying situation to live under when the government that's supposed to protect you it says protect and serve on the side of the fucking cop know, car. Yeah, it does. When when you see that cop car, you're like, oh, fuck, here we go again. That's not good,
1: you know? So just do your fucking job is what I say. By the way, in 2020, it cost uh, $1,200 per hour to fly a LAPD helicopter without accounting for the pilot's salary. So that's a lot of money blown just to fuck with me. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, here's, more, here's more troopers uh former troopers from Washington state patrol laid their boots at the state capitol to show uh those lost because of the statewide vaccine mandate uh what about the ones died from covid nope That's not important. That's unimportant. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Yeah,
3: this one is incredible.
1: They're not dead. They just, they had to, they're on leave. By
2: the way, the funniest (laughs) thing is like,
1: they're not dead, you fucking. Look, look, that's
2: local news. That's local news participating in the reactionary propaganda to show those lost because of statewide mandates. Like, dude, you are literally an Emmy
1: award-winning
2: yeah, local fucking journalist dude what are you doing you're gonna say lost those lost like they fucking those died to the mandate because of the mandate
1: what are you talking about yeah it's like and this is why i always laugh yeah, they, whenever people said, are like liberal she, news media it's she, like, she continues yeah. uh 127 people are now unemployed damn they're dead we need to go to the Capitol. we need to take time and for the they've they've, they've they're on leave they're on leave.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, lost they're, them. they're probably going to cycle out. Some of these guys are going to go and uh, probably work in, like, fucking one of those states where they don't have said mandates or, like, where, you know, there's a Republican governor who doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean?
1: Oh, yeah. People she yelled at to her. Clarify. She said, to clarify by lost, I mean, resources that will no longer be available uh, while they are already dealing with shortages. Apologies for any confusion. Are you, st- you want an Emmy? You don't know? Uh, yeah. Here, yeah. That that's that's pretty bad. Yeah. Always, oh, always passive Wa- voice. Washington always using State
3: Patrol was the name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You guys saw the videos, right? I mean, we have some of those videos of like. Here, I mean, these guys do. are theater kids to too. That's um, the other. That's my favorite part about this entire
1: process. Is like, it's so dramatic. You know what I mean? Here, the seventeen-year-old, the seventeen-year veteran tearfully says goodbye forced out by the vaccine mandate his wife is the dispatch operator of 15 years oh this is so sad you know what you could have done got the vaccine
2: I love this I mean tell me the cop skull thing is not true tell me a lie right now dude that's a hot dog right there it's due to my right.
1: personal choice to take a moral stand against for medical freedom Bye. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy being a security guard wherever my father is for the last time today. After nearly 17 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, it's been my honor and privilege to work alongside all of you. I want to take a moment to thank those that have helped me be successful, to be safe, and to go home every day. At the end of each shift... Wait, hold on, pretty- Zach. Pipe in some sad music. We need to set the tone. But- appropriately. Yeah, sad violin or something. This is, just, this is way too tragic. I mean... This is just hit me with it, please. This is too sincere, too powerful of a moment. We're gonna have to go take his boots to the Capitol first, yeah, because he's been we've lost him today. Yeah, the ripping of that Velcro is a relief to my wife and kids. Damn, I want to admonish each of you knowing that despite what the press <sighs> sir, releases, uh, this is for emergency use. Yeah, get, on, get off the radio, get off the, the comms, please, sir. We all know in this district on the 19th there will be 51 of the 75 troopers available and only seven of the 11 sergeants so please please please
2: take care of each other time to do crimes boys <laughs> this is a good so opportunity please
1: take care of each other be safe and make sure you all go home at the end of each day this guy's annoying I mean,
2: they're, they're such fucking theater kids, dude. Like, that that has, like, theater kid energy. You missed it. In the end, he
1: does Oh, a, should I go back? Okay.
2: I just, there's I- a point where he does a pause, and then he repeats what he's saying, and it's like, dude, it is so... Okay. You
1: are so wack, Can you wacko. turn him up and the music down a little bit? Because I can't really hear what he's saying. On
0: behalf of your d I want to say you've been a pleasure to work with for the last... Guys, don't you have shit
2: to do, though, for real? Like, this is an emergency service. That's your wife. He has so his wife on the dispatcher
0: side talking. This is, this is so dumb. But FTO,
1: Can't y'all FTO, meet them in person? Like, don't you know them?
0: And have a beer or
1: something. So performative. Made last
0: year. This agency is losing I'm honored to
2: have been your dispatcher, but mostly proud to be your wife. Our future is bright. Thank you so much for your service, Linton. He's crying. What a pussy. And Sorry, masculinity. Thank, you for, you, be thank uh, you for being by my side. Thank you for being by my side martha <laughs> fuck
1: these guys man it's awesome well like you said they got the best cushiest job all you have to do is take a fucking vaccine like every federal employee and there's people out there who can't even fucking find like minimum wage jobs and you're sitting here crying like a little like first of all nothing happened bro you're leaving of your own volition uh, yeah this isn't tragic no, it's He's called medical
2: right. freedom, Ethan. You don't understand He's it. rights I have hipporites. It's like it's like these guys are, you know, they're
1: These are my hipporites. They there is another. They're just
2: one. so used to just like getting their way. This
1: is the this is really funny too. This is the last time you heard from me in a patrol car and Jay Inslee can kiss my ass. Washington State trooper signs off after twenty-two years. Fired by the governor For being unvaccinated Reminder like a lot of cops are dying In
2: COVID in the state of Washington Okay Number one nobody killer. gives a fuck about that Though obviously because COVID is fake
3: This is my final sign off um, after 22 Years of serving the citizens of the State of Washington um, being asked To leave because I am dirty yeah, um, I am dirty. Fatalities, I, he is. Um, injuries. I've worked sick. Yeah, I mean, I've, dude, like, bro, he's I'm like, I worked sick, bro.
1: That's kind of a problem, dude. That's not good, dude. He's like, I've been coughing. I've I, been coughing I've on teenagers. I've had COVID. I've had COVID. I've spread it to at least ten thousand folks around here. Yeah, I'm protecting and serving them straight into the tombstone, right and straight into the grave.
3: Played sick. Um, we buried lots of friends over Played the years. Six. The fuck is like that? Thank mean? You guys, I'd like to thank the um, citizens of Yakima County, as well as They're my happy to see you. Go fellow to trust officers me. within the valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful, and you've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, thank you for that. Um, wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So, State 1034. This is the last time you'll hear me in a State Patrol car.
1: They're just and like, James oh, okay, can kiss my ass. Five and four.
3: He drops
2: it on his balls.
1: <laughs> mic drop on the balls.
2: Thank you for your 23
1: years. Here, let me see the mic drop and on James the balls he again. My ass.
2: Uh, he didn't even flinch, though. <laughs> my man's got balls is of steel. Thank you
0: for your 22 years and five months of service to the citizens. Of so scripted. State. You've taken on many roles in your time as a patrol.
1: Yeah. In your first year, you delivered a
0: baby while on patrol in Bremerton. You've been a DRE
1: DRE instructor. Oh, she's definitely reading a script. Yeah. You delivered a baby. You did this. You did that. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted me to say? Oh, yeah. And uh, I just hit my balls. I'm not going to read this. You're going to have to pay me another hundred bucks if you want me to read this.
0: specialist and reconstructionist, peer support member, part of the chaplaincy board, and a CBD trooper. You've been a great role model and mentor oh. for all young troopers to serving in the area by sharing your knowledge and
1: experience throughout the years. Just get vaccinated, dipshit. If you care about protecting and serving the community, you should be willing to make that small fucking sacrifice. I don't even know if you could call it a sacrifice, but like, here's your ability. Here's your chance to serve and protect. Don't spread COVID to people you apparently care about.
2: Nope. And, and you know, protect yourself, too. Like you're wearing a fucking bulletproof vest you claim that like you know uh your job is incredibly stressful and terrifying in washington state as a state trooper the most terrifying thing is probably fucking getting buddy fucked by a trainee you know what i mean who pops you in the (laughs) back of the head friendly fire
1: (laughs) yeah exactly
2: or like you know uh fucking having a heart attack while you're like chasing after a 14 year old teenager for the crime of skating you know what i mean like Uh, so you know those are those are the real terrifying propositions that await you right
1: it is pretty Uh, great to see them all just
2: and and then you know you're you're over here fucking crying about a vaccine it shows it perfectly shows and captures that like a lot of the stuff that you hear a lot of the rhetoric that you hear about like cop lives are in danger blue laws matter thin blue line like it's all bullshit if you're you're scared of a little boo-boo from a vaccine you know what i mean like you have every opportunity to get this fucking thing you're not getting it uh because you're terrified of it because you think like global control is going to happen or some shit whatever the fuck is the reason because you watch too much fox news and that to me proves like your job is not that terrifying like if your job if you're literally getting fucking a hail of bullets every time you step out of your cop car you're not (laughs) going to give a shit about being protected from fucking covid that has killed a
1: bunch of your colleagues already well there was i didn't know this but like we learned in the last episode they're like the 22 most dangerous uh, That's right. In America, behind uh what was the one in front of it? it was something landscapers. Yeah, landscapers. Yeah, landscaping. Yeah. Lives matter. Absolutely. Well, we're at about two hours, which is our limit. I've had a lot of fun. Had some good times. Had some informative conversations. Had some informative times.
2: I was gonna. I was gonna. Like I said, I would try to be a little bit more lighthearted, but I get so it's serious. Fun. It's fun. Because I, I feel like I have. Uh, you know, I feel like I have a more serious, like, duty here to, you know, uh, provide additional information and whatnot or my perspective. Maybe that's the reason. We'll
1: get the flow. I think it's fun. We had a good episode. I mean, I, I enjoy yeah. it every time. I Yeah, it. we have a great episode. The, it's episode five. We'll hit our stride around, uh, I'd say, uh, 40. Okay, good. These things are marathons. No, but I think it's going great. I love our conversations. Uh, I love the whole, all the topics and stuff I love to talk about. You're super knowledgeable, and uh, I love that. And I just can't wait for more Trump. Yeah. I mean, he's
2: horrible. I can't... I don't know what the fuck's going to happen in the country, he's in, no, but... He's inevitable like... um, Like a COVID death when you refuse to take the fucking vaccine and you're running around.
1: Who's the villain from... Uh, Thanos. Thanos. He's inevitable like Thanos. Yeah. 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 Trump still arrives. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. This is uh, Ethan and Hassan in the $10 trillion studio protected uh by nuclear fallout we have anti-aircraft missiles nobody will will uh reach us and uh nobody will ever stop us
2: we're in an underground fema facility bunker right now ladies and gentlemen we got spices
1: and we got meals ready to eat we got chum buckets boys yep that's right (laughs) we're in here we're hunkered in all right see you next time